right, welcome back to another. Damn it. And welcome back to another. No. All right, people, let's do this one last time. Welcome back to another episode of A Stark Contrast. Woo! We are back for episode two. Episode two. Uh, we, Di and I, are just very, what's the word, enthralled? Enthralled Is would be a word for it. On the, on the receptiveness that episode <laughs> one got. Yes. I'm just pulling out thank, all thank my you, words. Thank you very much to everyone who listened to the first episode of The Invincible Iron Man. Um, you know, all of the feedback that we received um, personally was just so welcoming and so positive and so supportive that, like, it's honestly just kind of blowing our minds. It's, it's, yeah, it's exceptional. It, I, I was getting texts from Di like almost like for the next week after we we launched the first episode, like saying all the screenshots of like everyone that yeah. you know is yeah. listening to the podcast. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, it's getting like good feedback, and I'm like, yeah. well, this is good. Yeah, this is, it's great. This is very good. Yeah, I'm glad people liked it. Yeah, it's literally just us bantering around nerding out. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's like I'm just I I hate kind of pushing stuff on on people when it comes, especially when it's something like this, you know, I don't want to be like, so what'd you think? Hey, did you listen? Like, I'm, I'm never going to be that person. Yeah, same. And so hearing people kind of provide their, their opinions, yeah. like willingly, like on the fly, just like, oh, by the way, listen to the pod. It's great. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, guys. I know. Yeah, same. <laughs> people like, were like, oh my God, do you have a podcast? And yeah. I was like, yeah, like, do you want to listen to it? Oh my God, I'll listen to it. And I was just like, cool. That's yeah. so cool. Because I'm yeah. not one to like... Like I'll promote, but I'll do it in just like a regular way. I'm not trying to exactly. Like, I'm not trying to throw it down people's right. throats or no, anything. No, for sure. I mean, because you know, like 2020 was like a bingo card of random stuff. Like you were mm -hmm. either baking bread or you were making a podcast. Yeah. And we were kind of late to that game, but I think you know, like all things considered, we're coming in pretty pretty well. So hey. So yeah. So thank you to anyone who has subscribed or is following and liked our first episode we will only be continuing to do more uh whatever characters you guys want to hear let us know what shows and or movies you oh we'll hear. get down to that and yes. that selection pro process eventually yes. <clears throat> um but uh but yeah but today's subject character subject this is a personal favorite of mine. <laughs> I know. This might be a two-hour-long podcast. <laughs> he keeps it could be joking three with hours. me like this is going to be a three-parter, and each part is going to be seven hours long. But I promise you I'm going to keep it down to, uh, to as short as possible. could be two hours per, per, <laughs> per Peter Parker that we have oh, live action. That's a lot of Peter Parkers. It is. It's a lot of Peter Parkers. But as you know, if you haven't figured out, the character we will be discussing today is none other then Peter Parker, Spider-Man himself. And we have all been lucky to have been blessed by three different versions <laughs> of a live action Peter Parker. So let's believe we will be discussing all three and comparing, compar comparing them to the, to the comics. 
and just the three of them on their own and like how they how each actor played Peter Parker themselves. Yeah. And how that, of course, compares to uh, the comic book version um, and the many of them that exist. Um, but, you know, first and foremost, as always, yes. uh, just worth noting, again, we are not experts. We don't claim to be. Like our trailer and our, our previous episodes um, are going to suggest, you know, we're just a couple of fans that are nerds nerding out and having these discussions. And so, you know, we're just kind of working on on our personal knowledge of both the MCU as well as comic books and and everything in that periphery. And, you know, with with these discussions, we're just hoping to kind of enlighten fans one way or another. Um, so please, yes, enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oh, also, before we get too deep into it, I just mm-hmm. wanted to shout out to our amazing graphic designer artist who um, created the logo for this podcast and a variant of it, uh, Mr. Cody Guerrero. Yes, So props to him. I apologize we didn't shout you out the first two times, but I promise we love you. Um, and, and, you know, we have these, um, awesome stickers for Patreons that are, uh, a, cir- a circular decal of Cody's awesome design. And, and of course, uh, you can find him on social. Yes. Yeah. First, thank you, Cody. Uh, he's a really good friend of mine. I've known him since high school and I'm very like happy how it came out. Um, throwing, throwing, throwing this project on him yeah. and he took it tenfold like out of the <laughs> like more than w- what we could imagine but yes follow him at decodes um it is d-e um period c-o-d-e-s hey on ho. instagram yep um, and so if you're paying attention uh depending on the platform that you're listening to us on um you'll see that there are different variants for episodes and so the primary logo is the black and the white with the red mic and then we had a special color variation of that for the trailer and even for episode one we had an iron man um themed logo and and so for this one um if everything went well you'll see a webbed red white and blue um spider-man themed uh avatar so that's that's pretty awesome and cody kind of threw that in there because he's a marvel fan as well so thank yeah, you Cody. shout outs to him and before we even dive even <laughs> deeper uh, we want to thank our patrons, patrons on patreon die would you like uh, to do the honors yeah. you know we we thought with episode one having three was you know tremendous which it really is but you know we're happy to say that we're up to eight patreons now which is incredible thank you so much we're two episodes in um and so thank you this episode to andrew the marvelous podcast ashley andrea and melanie thank so you. yay thank you. thank you if you haven't already you'll get your stickers in the mail and you'll get your shout outs on social and all that good stuff it's still late more than i would have thought we've ever had so, <laughs> I mean. thank you very much <laughs> oh it's so cool you know um, okay so what i kind of love about recording today there's a there's a couple of reasons like uh-huh. the obvious one is that it's spider-man i love peter parker if peter parker were a real, real person i'd be like be my boo <laughs> like, but but honestly like uh today today's episodes lands on a special day because may 2nd we're recording on may 2nd today is not only the 13 year anniversary of the first iron man movie mm-hmm. but it is also the seventh anniversary of the amazing spider-man 2 um which jeffrey i don't think you've even watched yet i haven't oh. i was oh my god feel the judgment my friend i know the it's judgment. so bad it's so bad i was like i need to find some time this week but i just did not have no, time it work was crazy yeah. this week yeah. but i saw the first one and 
I know, well, I mean, compared to the second one, yeah. I know people love the first one more. Yeah. But I have a good sense of Andrew Garfield as, yeah. as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And, but we'll, and we'll get into that discussion of, like, each character and that actor that played Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so seven years. And, you know, it's also worth noting that May 3rd is my father's birthday, the George Stacy to my Gwen Stacy. <laughs> and um, the funny thing with that is that, you know, my father, he's generally overseas half the year. And so he tends to watch these movies while he's at home, you know, over in the Philippines. And so he would always text me. I'd be like, happy birthday, dad. And, you know, like in the last 20 years, you know, there's always a Spider-Man movie almost at the same time every release it's oh, always wow, a may release whoa yeah it's yeah. always a, it's always that spring summer it's always release been date. The, yeah like and going so, into summer movie yeah, yeah and so you know i'd be i'd be like okay i can't wait to see spider-man this weekend <laughs> and then my dad's hitting me up from overseas like i saw the new spider-man it's very good <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and so he wouldn't he would never spoil it for he'd me. just say it's really he good he would just tell me oh that toby mcguire is so good oh, that's right because <laughs> it comes out way earlier over way there. earlier yeah. yeah you know they they're not quite like japan where japan always gets it last yeah, they always yeah. get it like two months later which is so that. sad wow. but they're part in the philippines are part of that part of you know of the, the world where they end up getting it like a day or two earlier than us for whatever yes, reason. Yes. And so he would always beat me to the punch. And then he'd send me pictures <laughs> like, oh, look, I got this popcorn bucket. And it would be like <laughs> an amazing Spider-Man popcorn bucket. And I'm like, I don't have that here. Oh, I'll save it for you. And I'd be like, oh, dad. You know, he'd, he'd get all the cool stuff. And it's just because he's a Marvel dad. Yeah. You know, he's not really like. That's awesome. Yeah. And so that's, that's kind really of where. Awesome. Yeah. He always beat me to always beat me to the punch. And so it's 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 funny that this is all kind of coming together um and it's always on his birthday so happy birthday daddy yes what a great time to record yeah this, wow. i know um and so yeah so we're gonna dive into spider-man ah, this is a big one okay so f- um for those of you who don't know um spider-man actually debuted in 1962 in okay. the amazing fantasy number 15 so it was a book that was a side book he he didn't have his own title at the time so he appeared in number 15 of this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you'll see on on social sometimes they celebrate Spider-Man Day and mm-hmm. it's always in August. And, yeah. and that's kind of what this is based off of. And, you know, of course, homage, oh, no, not homage, but um, props to, to his creators, of course, Stan Lee, a name that you will hear repeatedly on this podcast. Oh, yeah. As well as Mr. Steve Ditko, who's one of my Ditko, perfect, yes. my, my, my favorites of yeah. all time. Um, and the issue itself was colored by uh, Stan Goldberg. And so, I mean, you've seen this cover. This cover's iconic. It's mm-hmm. it's Spider-Man swinging. He's got, I don't know if it's a, I think it's a civilian under his arm. It <laughs> could be a robber. I'm not sure. But I don't know if you remember this, Jeffrey, but there's there's a parody poster of this cover that was created for Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh. Do you know? And I used it on our <laughs> his face right now. Oh. <laughs> Look into that memory bank, baby. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. no, and I posted it I'm, on our Instagram yes, stories. Yes, you did. It's incredible. Oh, my God. Yeah, my photographic memory is failing <laughs> me right now. And so that's one of those things. Like if you've seen this poster, and I'll post it, post it again. But it's a direct homage to this cover, which you Damn. know, I don't know if you have a spare twenty five, thirty, whatever, fifty grand that I could borrow. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. if you, I would love to own this issue. Um, but yeah, so that's, it's a big one, you know? Um, and so I'm going to read here, uh, 
kind of like the origin of, of how this character even came to being created. Yeah, I think I know a little bit of the story you too do. because I've seen um, a Stan a Stanley interview. Yeah, and but let's see if it if it coincides okay. with. So so this comes courtesy of Screen Rant, and it says everyone's favorite wisecracking neighborhood webhead was originally just a fly on the wall. After hitting it big with his creation of the Fantastic Four in 1961, Stanley spent the next year racking his brain for the next big thing, and then a fly flew in. After seeing the winged insect crawl up a wall at Marvel's offices, the comics legend immediately thought what the company needed at that very moment was a guy who could stick to vertical surfaces. So he came up with the next amazing superhero. And so, first off, is that what you recall? I think it's more after, because I remember, like, he, I think, oh, was it, was it like, oh my God, like, he, like, he made the first, like, issue or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And then he was just like, and then, but I think remember Marvel was like, no, why would we have an insect? Why would <laughs> an we have, insect. let alone a sixteen-year-old kid, yeah, play a, a superhero? superhero. Mm -hmm. And then he was just like, no, like you need to, like it's like because then when you're when you're a kid superhero, mm -hmm. you have kid problems, mm -hmm. and so like that's why he wanted that dynamic of Peter Parker was because he's a superhero, yeah. but he's also still in high school. Yeah, and I remember I think he said like the studio was just like no. Yeah. Why would we Why publish would we do this? That? Yeah, and they, he still went with it. And so, that all said, I have an immediate pop quiz for you. Oh no! <laughs> um, and so, <clears throat> which of the following was not an original name for Spider-Man? Okay. Stick to Wall Man. Okay. Insect Man. Okay. Fly Man. Okay. Or Mosquito Man. Which one was not? Which one was not an original name for Spider-Man? My gut is telling me to go with the one that's more than one word. <laughs> stick to the wall, stick man. Stick to the wall, like, man. There's no way someone's like, stick to the wall, man. Yeah. Like, this is... But I mean, it sounds pretty good when it's when you're saying it right now. Yes. <laughs> because, it, like... And, not and, and, to, and this is also the 60s, right? This, this is, is also the 60s. 60s. Yes. You have to remember like the jargon's the, different. The copyright at that time oh, yeah. is very... I mean, we're yeah. not we're not going to get into his villains today, but he has villains yes. that are called like Pe Pace Pot Pete and yeah. Stickman. So, yes, you know, I like know. I, know. I, I overstepped my Stilt boundaries. Man, sorry, I overstepped my boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what mosquito is it? Mosquito Man, Fly so, Man, Stick to Wall Man, so, Insect Man, insect Fly Man, fly. or Mosquito Man. Well, obviously, he got inspiration from a fly mm -hmm. and mosquito, but also mosquito is also like threatening in a way. <laughs> Um, I'm also imagining what these could have looked like. I know. I'm and it kind of scares me. And then insect man. <clears throat> I am going to say, I'm going to say mosquito man. All right. You ready for the answer? Yeah. Jeffrey, I'm so sorry. I kind of manipulated you here. But, it was. Stick but, to the wall. No. 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 <laughs> okay, okay. As long as we'll stick to the wall. They man. were all options no. for his name. So he was almost. It was a trick question, guys. Yeah, it was a trick me. question. I got you. I'm so sorry. So each one of those names was an actual name that they almost named Spider-Man. Well, let's just say, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> thank God they did it. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, hey, I'm glad that they, they kind of switched insect species and decided to go with a spider. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, have you seen the fly? That's whew, right there. Yeah. <laughs> and so on um, the tales of that, I have my, my lovely brigade of 
trading cards again, mm-hmm. like the like the first episode where we kind of dove into These a little bit about you know Tony Stank. So good. I do not have a Marvel blaster for Peter Parker, so I don't have his what he likes and what he dislikes. Uh, like a little and, bio. Yeah, about I don't him. have the bio. Unfortunately, it's got all the power strengths and yep. stuff, which is like fine, but it's not as fun. So I'm gonna read the uh, the back of the 1992 Marvel masterpieces. Um, it's a set that was entirely painted by uh, an artist named Joe Jusco, mm-hmm. who is pretty legendary for the 90s. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so here we go. When Peter Parker was bitten by a spider irradiated during a laboratory demonstration, his life was forever changed, for the spider's abilities somehow were transferred into him. He gained superhuman strength, unparalleled agility, and a mysterious danger-warning spider sense. Realizing that he must use his newfound powers responsibly, Peter adopted the costume identity of Spider-Man. Ever since, Spidey has waged a one-man war against crime in his never-ending effort to protect society from the ravages of evil. Wow. So that about, that about covers Spider-Man, right? Yeah. That's the spider and the Spider-Man that we all kind of know and love. Um, yeah, and so that's the card. Um, and so you tell me, like... What, what, again, if we're going to go through these questions that, you know, we'll probably cut that, but when, when was your first exposure to Spider-Man? Definitely the 2002 Tobey Maguire. It was. The very first one. Very first So again, like the video games weren't really like, they were there, they were kind of in the background for you, they didn't pull you in necessarily. Oh yeah, I I was just thinking about the video games too, it was because of the movie that I got like. Oh, interesting. I got that. Got it. That that first Spider-Man video game. And obviously, yeah, I guess you can say like, yeah. The Marvel Capcom. I often feel like it's the video games yeah. and or the the animated series. It's it's kind of one or the other, if yeah. not both, that kind of propel people. Like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but I, you know, nothing. No, I think further. for sure it was the t- the first Tobey Maguire film because mm-hmm. a lot of the cartoons like I watched growing up were like on the on like the WB. Mm-hmm. So I saw a lot of those cartoons rather instead of like um, like the comic book character cartoons. Yeah, and so so yeah. I, the 2002 Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, and I think that's probably why he's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> and we'll go into that I get, later. Again, we'll go into it shortly. Um, but yeah, like it was that, and then I, I got the video game on the PS2, mm-hmm. where I remember like when you would web swing with him, mm-hmm. he would just be sticking to nothing. It would just be sticking to sky. Well, it's like the age-old yeah. like, thing. Like, wait, what is he sticking to <laughs> yeah. when he's on there? <laughs> so that was the definition of that. Because now yeah. the new, like, the new yeah. games, like, he, you need to be near something, a building to. And it, to or also won't do anything. Well, this is also why like Spidey tends to stay in the city because if you go further out in, into the boroughs, I was just thinking that no like any iteration of Spider-Man, <laughs> yeah. Peter Parker has always stayed like in the city mm-hmm. of like New York. Yeah. Has never really gone cosmic. Beyond, obviously, yeah. with these, with these, with the MCU mm-hmm. Spider-Man, that's changing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, As you'll see in Infinity War. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking, I was like, wow, like I've never seen Spider-Man really outside of New York. Even the even the games don't yeah. touch that at all. He's very centralized. Yeah, like he's very well, he's very New York. And that's what kind of again, you know, it makes him a great local hero, so to speak. And and that's what I kind of loved about the PS4 games in particular, is that those cutscenes in between loading times where he's on the train. Yes. And he's like on, on his, his phone. phone. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I think that's like the definition of Peter hilarious. Parker. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's very homegrown. He's a very grassroots superhero. And 
you know, and this is something that's kind of, you'll get to know this of him in the first few books and in, in, in any kind of origin story that he has that he's just kind of like, yeah, he's, he's, his family's barely, you know, like, uh, you know, um, middle class. They're kind of under the radar. Barely getting by. Barely yeah. getting by. They're scraping by. They're very humble. They, they yeah. make the most of what they have. And, um, again, it's, it's kind of great that Stanley took that chance with this character because yeah, he is younger and, He's not. A, he's by that d- default. He's going to be less experienced than everyone else that yeah, comes. Yeah, you see along. it every every movie. Yeah, and it pisses you off too because you're like, "What are you doing, like Peter? <laughs> like, and he's like, oh, he's a kid. Yeah, ah. like he's yeah. literally having kid emotions. Yeah, like, you can't get mad at him for that. Yeah, like, exactly. In, yeah, you know, and, and and what's kind of funny? I saw this meme of the cover of Amazing Spider-Man, and underneath it, it kind of had a a range, and the person put. Time that's that par- Peter Parker is a teenager, uh-huh. and then time that Peter Parker is an adult. And I'm gonna have to say, and this is gonna lead into our MCU discussion, and shortly, is that the teenager part, uh-huh. tiny, 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 tiny. He's 10% a teenager or high schooler yeah. when it comes to the books. And then you know when you go to the grand scheme of it all, because you have to remember this this title is easily 655 issues or something yeah it's it's more than 600 issues at this point um because again 1962 yeah it's decades and so you kind of follow this it's interesting to see that convert over into the films that have been released because they all three of the primary Mm spider-men toby andrew and tom respectively have their on-screen time on-screen time as teenagers so to speak yes and you kind of see them grow and so i'm just gonna say it now <laughs> my one big beef about mr holland is yes. that he has been in high school for, for three films three four yeah three films. not including everything else that he's been in and so yeah, i that's true so you know anybody who knows me when they talk about these films, I'm just like, I'm ready for adult Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. I would love college Peter Parker, at least college Peter Parker. 18 year old Peter Parker or something. <sighs> it's just, oh, it's killing me. Um, but yeah, so, you know, this quick anecdote is that you remember the scene. Spider-Man 1, Sam Raimi, 2002. Mm-hmm. Peter, is, Peter is with Harry. They're taking the, the, uh, the field trip through the museum. Yes. Do you know what museum that is? Oh no! <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna. Okay, but I, I know it's obviously in New York. In all fairness, <laughs> the exterior is different from the interior. So, Wait, do are you, we talking about the actual name of the museum? No, no, no. I'm talking. Do you know what museum that interior shot was filmed at? Okay, so like not like what it's supposed to be. No, like not what it film. is. Not what it is in film. Where did they go film? Off a whim of this die. Look, he just gave me. <laughs> I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give this a just a real swing of the bat okay, here. Okay. Okay. Is it the Natural History Museum? It is. <laughs> <laughs> and so, for those of you who don't know, I I actually work at the Natural History Museum, and so. There's this beautiful rotunda room. Yes. Now I'm thinking about that yes. scene. And it's like a the circuit. Is it like yes, a, it's yes. a circle. Yeah. And so it's got these beautiful pillars and this beautiful uh, statue in the, in the middle. Times, once or twice, I think. Yeah. <sighs> Come on, bro. Yeah. Free tickets. I know. <laughs> and so um, it's actually part of the original museum that was built in 1913. But long story short, that's the, that's the place that they filmed that 
that opening scene in. And so um, they covered up the statues with like a giant scientific laboratory sure. thing, you know. Yes. And so they, they they Hollywooded it up. Of course. And so it's all you know props and such. But it's just kind of funny to think about. I walk through there like often. Yeah, and I'm, and like, like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, take my picture, Peter. <laughs> 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 like that that montage mm. of Kirsten Dunst as, as Mary so Jane. Funny. Take my picture. Yeah. And so you know the funny thing is is that. With every, um, you know, basic origin story of this character, um, and even in the comic books, you know, he's in the laboratory. Yeah. You see the spider crawling down. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, what's happening? Uh-oh, yeah. And then he gets bit. Now, here's a question for you. Yes. Did you know that he wasn't the only person bit that day? That day? In that movie? In general, the character. Oh, the character in general? Yeah. So I hate to kind of... I don't think I knew that. Yeah, and so they introduced this on the heels of the Uh Spider-Verse arc in the comic books. Uh And so they introduced a new character named Cindy Moon, a.k.a. Silk, who also has spider powers. And her origin story is that she too was bitten by the same radioactive spider that bit Peter Parker on that on faded that, day. On that, on that field trip day? Yes. Interesting. And so her her journey is very different from Peter's. It's not nearly as as celebrated and, you know, like... Oh, like superhero. It's very like, different, oh yeah. No. Um, I mean, we can get into her later because she is in the MCU, technically. She oh. is, yeah. And she's actually in Homecoming and Far From Home. She's um, she's just one of the girls in the background, kind of. Okay. She's on the bus, but she has, she's a role by name. Oh, okay. And right. so she's present. To, yep. And so she we can get into her because we don't know if she's going to end up getting something. Or yeah. Like an egg yeah, or, uh. she could be something more. But um, so, yeah, so Peter was not the only person affected that day by a spider. Yeah. So I thought I'd throw that in there for you. <laughs> Gosh, it's it's tough to not just dive into the I MCU know, and Sony, so, right? I'm just, <sighs> I think what we can do before that, we'll just backtrack a little bit because you know I have to talk about the animated series. I just have to do yes, it. That's of part course. of my DNA at this point. Oh yeah. And so for for those of you who weren't super aware, there was this 1994 series, an animated series um, on Fox Kids, um, that was kind of it came in a little bit after X Men, and you know they even had a few crossover episodes at one point, which you know were awesome. And Peter was voiced by a man named Christopher Daniel Barnes um, on that show. And and I absolutely loved it. I loved it from soup to nuts. I thought it was just the coolest thing. And, you know, as a kid, I kind of, I was very X-Men centric. Uh I I feel like personally, I didn't get into Spider-Man until I was in my 20s. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Maybe just because the reading was a little, it was just a little different. Mm -hmm. Maybe I felt a little more parallel to him because of his struggles and such. Um. But yeah, that that show. I don't. I don't know. Do you have any memories of those at all? I don't. I, I, I don't actually. <laughs> it had this crazy like rock '90s theme, where it's like course. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, radioactive Spider-Man, and like over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> for, like, yeah, literally a minute and a half, and it's just that over and over. Definitely again. do not remember. Yeah, that. Wow. it's 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 pretty iconic. I mean, you know. Um, people that are really in tune with the cartoons lately and, and, you know, in recent 10, 15 years, they're all about the spectacular Spider-Man and, mm-hmm. and there are different voice actors like Drake Bell did, did one of the Peter Parkers. And yeah, so, I remember that. I think I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah. And then there was this, here's another one for you that comes out of the, the, the woodwork where I don't know if anyone's going to remember this, but there was this MTV show. They had a Spider-Man show on MTV and it was kind of like a 3D uh, I think it was called Quality of Life. Oh, I don't even know. It was bizarre. 
It okay. was absolutely bizarre. There was like a female scorpion on there. Interesting. I think it was, I don't remember if it was MJ or Gwen, but it was like, there's, there's so many different nuances of this character in pop culture. Uh huh. Couldn't, like, again, couldn't, couldn't name it all in, in an hour. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I was immersed in all of that. Like, yeah. That was my, that was what I was growing up with uh-huh. um, and trying to keep up with, which was really difficult. Um, what about, what about Spider-Man? Do you know Spider-Man? The Japanese. Oh my God. No. <laughs> the Sentai oh my God, show. That sounds very interesting though. <laughs> it was exactly what you could imagine. <laughs> I mean, like, first of all, shout out to the guy on eBay that I tried to buy the, the series from and he totally gypped me and didn't send me anything. Wow. Um, but yeah, I was, I was a kid. I was trying to get the sure. series. No, and, and, and he just never sent it to me. So I'm kind of bummed. But there was a Japanese Sentai show, very much like old school Power Rangers. Yeah. There was Spider-Man. Uh-huh. And he's that meme that you'll see in GIFs and, and sometimes like where he's crawling out of the ceiling and it's just so silly. Oh. You've seen probably. it. Probably. I know you've yes. seen it. I'm- yeah. So that's that's another iconic one. And that's kind of one that people are hoping to see in like Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> You know oh, okay. what I mean? <laughs> because there's so many, there's so, literally, there are so many hundreds of, of Spider-Men, you know, yeah. and Spider-Women that... Like, you just hope that they all get a cameo somehow. And he's definitely on the top of the list. Um, but yeah, so we're going to we're gonna take it back to the video games. So MVC, Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, we that. was that. it. Um, the, the, yeah. Did you ever play Shattered Dimensions? No, I don't think so. No. That one was pretty dope. It was the Spider-Verse before Spider-Verse, essentially. Okay. And you got to play as Peter Parker. You got to play as Earth-616 Spider-Man, uh-huh. which is typical. Uh, I believe uh, 2099. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man Noir. Ooh. And who was the th- the fourth one? I can't remember the fourth one. <gasps> I don't remember the fourth one. I'm sorry. Um, but it was great. Fantastic. It sounds fun. Loved that game. Um, of course, with the Spider-Man movies, they, yeah. they released some with Toby. Yeah, I was that, that had like had like Sandman and everything. Basically, had the storyline yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, I had I had, I enjoyed playing those. Yeah, those were fun. And then I think those, those were like the only ones I played were the Toby ones. And then fast forward to like a couple years ago with yeah. PS4, the PS4 Spider-Man. Which was a triumph, I think. I mean. I love it. Yeah. I loved it. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, this wasn't planned, but do you do you remember how many suits he had in that game? Shoot. <laughs> I love quizzing Jeffrey. I don't know if anybody realizes It's a lot. This. Because you, it's, it's a good amount. It was a lot. Yeah. It's because a, you got some after, you know, like. Uh, I mean. After you beat the game and you. Are we you, counting DLCs play. or no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which now the the raimi suit are oh, and i believe I, the amazing spider-man suit is in there too right i used the raimi suit oh, in like, the first one yeah of course the well i was like that was that, like, that's what i was like yeah trying to get experience for i was like i need to get this yeah. raimi suit it's all i care about <laughs> yeah uh do you know exactly how many yeah oh yeah damn i mean maybe it's maybe it doesn't count the dlcs oh he's trying to he's trying to to so physically He's drawing his finger in the air, mm. and he's counting the rows mentally. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, it, you know, the, it included like the bombastic Bagman, which yes. was like literally Peter Parker wearing a bag over his head, which is personally one of my favorites. Twenty-two, random. Oh, you're so close. You're so close. What was it? Twenty-five. Oh, damn. <laughs> and so, yeah, and it also included like spider shorts, what I like to call spider shorts, yeah, which is like also. AKA Sexy Peter, where <laughs> oh, yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. he's this, just yes, wearing the mask. Spider-Man mask and yeah. he's wearing boxers and it's like oh my yeah so that that game so about twenty five suits in that game 
that game was I had a lot of fun playing because I, I love I love single player games. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends like play multiplayer games. Yeah. So, but well, I was I'm, just like, I'm just yeah. I just love the single player games. Yeah. How did mode. How did you enjoy the storyline in that in that particular realm? Because I think I think for the most part his origin story was pretty intact. Um, I will say. That, you know, in the comics, Spider-Man obviously does not have organic webbing, which is the huge difference. This is what I wanted to touch on. Yes, this it, is we'll, what talk, I to touch we'll talk on about because, that. Because, I, because the first Spider-Man, Toby, was the, yeah. was the first kind of like experience with me with mm-hmm, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously in that one, that's when he had like, like the, the webs came out of his wrist. Yeah. So I thought that was like the normal. Oh. I thought that was just like how, was how, it. How, yeah. how it was for him. Yeah. And then we get we get into obviously the Amazing Spider-Man, and then we got into the web shooters and and Tom Holland's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, he made it himself. Yeah, like he makes the webbing himself. Yeah, and I was like, and that's when I started questioning. I was like, okay, so what's <laughs> so what's correct here? Like, what do we? So I had to yeah. look it up, and I was no, just like, oh no, he he makes it himself. He because, makes it because himself. he's a genius himself. He's a young genius, so it's only right that he he makes it. Yeah, exactly, and so. I remember <laughs> when I first heard about this. And so there was a magazine. I don't think that they're pro- publishing anymore, but it was called Wizard Magazine. Uh-huh. And so Wizard Magazine was infamous for doing fan casts. They were the fan casters before social media happened, before the internet came into play. And they would dedicate, you know, like a spread in an issue to, oh, who should play this person in a movie? Mm-hmm. Um and so when they first introduced like, oh, Spider-Man's happening, I was like, holy crap, Spider-Man. And so I remember so distinctly that they were like breaking it down, yeah. what they know about Sony's Spider-Man. And they were like, organic webbing. And I, everyone was like, is no. it coming out of his butt? <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. Because it's organic. Well, because you know, you think scientifically yeah, sure. speaking. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you think, oh, spider, it comes from, it comes from, it's oh, rare. Oh, yes, because of an actual, yes. Yeah, sure. and so like yes. immediately the thought was like, oh God, what's he gonna look like? And so they started Photoshopping Toby's head on like a, tarantula and like it was weird it was a weird time the 90s were really strange and so seeing an organic take at first i hated it i was like why but he's smart it the whole thing is that he's an intelligent young man and he he can can fashion it himself yes that's the whole thing about peter is that he's very relatable and and grounded and and he uses his brain despite the strength that he has as a superhero and so when they carried that over, I was just like, I mean, that's cool because he never runs out, which is a thing that Spider-Man always encounters. He's always running out. Running out of webs, sure. I mean, running he didn't out of cartridges. Run out in was it two? In two. Yeah. In two. Yeah, yeah. And so like and that was that was also something they showed often in the cartoon. Like it would be mm-hmm. the cliffhanger of of the episode. Like he's like, Oh, I gotta get to MJ and you know, you hear the whip, slip, slip, yeah, and then yeah. he's like tsh, tsh, oh, I'm out, and then he's falling. Yeah. And it's like, dun-dun-dun, to be continued. And so you couldn't do that with Spider-Man, with Raimi's Spider-Man. But you understand why they did it. Because do you know how much it costs to be Spider-Man? We, we have, oh, there are, are many yes. a graphic that break this down, which That's, is insane. Damn, I don't, yeah. Because thinking about it, like, yeah, that, it probably costs a lot of money to, yeah. to manufacture yeah, webbing. because it's all, you know, it's the technology behind it. The fact that parts need to be replaced. You think about like iP- like Apple, for instance. Sure. How yeah. often do you have to update things? Exactly. You know, the, it's a lot. The, the, the technology antiquates every two yeah. years even. And so 
um, there's this incredible uh, infographic. And so the web shooters alone, do you want to take a stab at it? Like one web shooter or for both like on both? Oh, we're talking both web shooters. Okay. Oh man, I don't want to lowball it now. <laughs> um, a thousand each? Oh, Damn buddy. It. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We're oh, talking man. about 50 grand a just, pair. Just to make. Just a pair. Like durable, like a pair of durable just web to, shooters. Just to have them. And so, oh, wow. so this in particular, this kind of dialogue is is what made me really appreciate Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Okay. Because in Spider Amazing Spider-Man 1, you see him go through the process. You see him sewing together his suit. You uh-huh. see him literally putting together these web shooters and you know that adorable when he first shoots the web yes. that's actually working uh-huh. and he's like, "Yeah, I did it." I did it. Wow. Yeah, and you know, and you don't you don't really get that with Toby other than the fact that he had fun with the webbing in his room and he's yeah. like going nuts and it's like, okay, cool. But, it, yeah. but but Andrew Garfield got to really play out the, he really is a, a genius, you know, at work. Yeah. And 50 grand ain't no joke. It's not, that's <laughs> a know? lot for a, for a 16 year old right, kid. Right, for a 16 year old kid. And so um, it does, it, it, it breaks it down to the suit and all this stuff, but the overall cost of being Spider-Man, according to this graphic, whenever it was made, one million dollars. Oh, wow. So you think about. Well, no wonder they made <laughs> Iron Man his his, <laughs> no, his mentor, right? It, it makes sense, right? <laughs> you have to think about it from a realistic sense. You know, I mean, I say that loosely because this is this is sci-fi we're talking about in yeah. pop culture. But that you know, they they kind of, and that this is why I kind of appreciate the fact that Tom Holland got the treatment he did with Tony Stark in mind. Is that realistically, quote unquote, Peter Parker would never be able to afford any of this. Period. Period. 50 grand for web shooters. Web shooters, that's not including his suit. That's not including the lenses and all the things that he has, that he like the spider mobile. He <laughs> yeah. to be Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, again, like, you know, people have their favorite actor. But to me, being a, what I do designate as a diehard Spider-Man of course. fan. yes. I, so. I appreciate all of them for different reasons. Yeah. So the sp- Same. Yeah, so the web shooters are one thing. Yeah, but do you have you heard of the Spider Mobile by chance? I've Speaking heard of, of it. I don't think <laughs> I've uh, really delved. I just imagine hearing the same um, horn that Ant Man has for his van every time it comes by. But it's basically a little like Jeep, like oh, same. Thing. Yeah, and it was something that was very big back in the day. And and yeah. um, shout out to Dan Slot, who is actually one of my favorite Spider Man writers and one of my mutuals on social. Um, he wrote the series for a very long time, and he loves the Spider-Mobile. Like, the Spider-Mobile is his thing, and so shout out to Dan. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, speaking of tech, there's also the nanotech that's actually crept into the comic books more recently. And oh, has it? Yeah, it has. And so, so, does, so does some of the movie stuff creep into, like... Yeah, it does. New issues coming up. It does. It it goes both ways. Yeah, which is a I think a very smart thing to do, because you know it's it's such a dialogue of it's not like the comics. It's not like the comics. But then now, but now it's, the comics are taking. Now the comics are being influenced by the movies and senses where they're putting characters that naturally wouldn't be so involved in some instances. And then they're taking things like the technology and pulling it into the comics. And so Got it. one in particular, speaking of nanotech, one of Spider-Man's most recent um, suits, you know, he, you know, in the comics, he's much older. He's like 28, 29, maybe uh-huh. 30. Yeah. 
he's been rich, he's been poor, yeah. he's kind of everywhere, but he has this incredible technology that, you know, it's very, very Tony Stark-esque. Yeah. Where it, it, it he can just tap and it, it formulates on his on his body over his clothing. Uh-huh. And so um, he can just spring into action. And, you know, he's been out, he's been, you know, closed it up. And some people know he's Spider-Man, some people don't. You know, it depends on mm-hmm. which arc you're following. But he's made it so easy for himself that he doesn't have to worry about stuffing his clothes in a trash can and oh, putting yeah. his backpack somewhere, yeah. you know? Where, where do you leave it? Yeah, yeah he, 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 he can just quite literally dive into a room, go doop, and then he's Spider-Man. He's done. That's amazing. And and they've kind of equipped him in a way that's very similar to, to Karen and um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man suit where it's got the technology inside yeah. and all that stuff. But it's it's not too heavily. But he does have a new suit. There's a, a new suit in the comics, which is very silver, almost teal, very robotic looking. I've not read it yet. I'm kind of reluctant. It's kind <laughs> of like, it's not my red and blues. But yeah, Nick Spencer is, a, is an incredible writer and, you know, he's made some waves. We'll probably talk about him more with Captain America later on because he did some stuff with their... Um, with Cap, but uh, yeah, it's it's a very interesting take. I'm gonna show you right now, just because I want to see your reaction, actually, um, to the to the new suit, okay. Spider Man, new suit in the comics. In the comics, and the thing is, is that people don't know how long this is gonna be. They don't know if it's a temporary. Oh, like how, long, how many? Like how long is it gonna last? Or if it's a. Oh wow! It's that's... very different. Oh. Talk about a stark contrast. Yeah, it's incredibly different. that is very wow yeah. it's like i don't even know how to react to yeah. that because it's just like that's very, not how you know spider-man yeah very high tech very very uh i don't know what to call it um but yeah so that's been the talk of the town i remember walking into a a game shop you know midsummer one day just to kind of get out of the house and look around and mm-hmm. i forgot what i had said i think i was wearing a spider-man face face covering yeah and the guy behind the counter was like you seen the new suit? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he's like, what'd you think? I was like, I'm not into it. And he's like, nah, I don't think anybody is. But there's purpose to it. There's obviously purpose sure to it. Is. It's it's that age old, you know, like everyone's judging it by by the looks only. By the looks so, of it, but once you see it in context, maybe? Yeah, you know? when you see it in context, then it's a different story. So, I mean, is there anything in particular in the films that, that kind of like, as far as the tech or, or Peter himself, that you wondered? What was Ooh. true to what was true to form? What was tech wise, or just anything? Anything. Anything. Yeah. Oh my god. I yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a tough one. It is tough. Ah oh, man. I keep... But I will say they they really the personality when it comes to yes, personality. Yes, that, that, that's what I keep like going back to. Yeah. Them. Like even though like which is crazy, each Spider Man mm-hmm. actors play Spider Man, they kind of look like different ages. Obviously, like Toby. Yeah. And then you you keep going you 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 go all the way up to Tom and you're like oh they're getting younger and younger but Benjamin if you think, but if you, yeah but if you think about it they all played the same age in each movie no yep. matter how you, you look at it yeah it's true but in each movie they've all encapsulated what Peter Parker is yeah which is a high school mm-hmm. nerd mm-hmm. like gets bullied yep and then he turns into this superhero and he doesn't know what to do like with these powers mm-hmm. and. Consistent. It's absolutely consistent with the books and so, yeah. And it's a, that's it's a kind hard, of it's a hard order story to mess up. Yeah, I can't remember what what Stan said specifically about Peter Parker, but he's he really is like the embodiment of like 
the relatability when it comes to exactly. superhero. Yes, a hundred percent. Like he has problems. Yes. <laughs> like he he loves burgers. He 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 loves to like go to movies, but he's also like, like yeah, he was that kid that was yeah like yeah sure you know, he's gonna stop a robbery, but he also doesn't know how to ask out MJ. Exactly. Like he's still gonna be nerdy. <laughs> he's still gonna be nerdy yeah. and insecure, but you know, and that 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 says a lot about what the suit does to a person yeah. and how it changes when his self-confidence comes into play, you know, and and how he um, embraces having powers at yes. all, you know, and the strength and, again, like his intellect, you know, his intellect is really a big factor of Spider-Man in particular because he's not all super, super human strength. He's not all spider it's senses. Not. It's really about his quick wit and his, his mind. Yeah. Um, which, you know, leads to a lot of crazy storylines in in the books and so you know it's we're again we're like we're officially eight movies deep with just the just spider-man in general Mm -hmm. in modern age and it's just like there's so many storylines that they could even they could they could try to pull off yeah god (laughs) can we can we talk about the growth of each spider-man in each of their respective movies sure so like seeing toby go from spider-man one Mm -hmm. and spider-man three how he grew as a spider-man character yeah you know and i thought the pacing with with toby was really great let me just say oh my gosh when that movie came out i loved toby mcguire like toby mcguire was everything to me because of that movie you know i just wanted to protect him fully um but I think that the way that they treated it were, again, like I mentioned it before, you know, you get a piece of him in high school, you get the idea that he is this smart kid that gets bullied, he lives yes. with his aunt and uncle, they, they're the world to him, you know, the mm-hmm. inevitable happens, et cetera, et cetera, you fast forward. And then, yeah, then he's off into his own world, he works at the Daily Bugle. He's doing the things. He's got the girlfriend. He can't quite keep delivering pizza. Delivering pizza time. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. It's oh, Spider-Man Two is like I incredible. think Spider-Man Two might be my favorite one. It is. It's my like favorite of, overall in that trilogy. My favorite as well. Yeah. Oh, just the trilogy, overall or trilogy. Mine is overall. Spider-Man Two Ooh. is number one for me. Oh, that's really now I have to really think about it, but it's definitely up there for me because yeah, like when you watch when you watch it back, yeah. you're like. This was good. Yeah. And yeah. what do I what I do appreciate about Raimi in particular is that he was able able to kind of pay homage to many characters without forcing them down your throat. So you get to see Robbie and you get to see J. Jonah Jameson, yes. who is iconic, and I'm glad they're I'm pulling glad they him over. Him oh my god, I never saw that coming. I screamed so loud in the theater. Multiverse. Multiverse. Um Betty Brandt, of course, who was played by Elizabeth Banks in the first film. Yes. Um and then, you know, later on you get a taste of Eddie Brock and you get Gwen Stacy and is all these characters put together on you know on top of the villains that were featured and you know even though Spider-Man 3 wasn't exactly the perfect film it still yeah. pulled some stuff off like I loved the Sandman storyline I did you know? I loved I loved that part of the yeah. movie and wow. it was it was interesting to see kind of this Peter Parker that had grown from being a sweet mama's boy auntie's boy if you want to yeah. say um and then he comes into this dark symbiotic yes. sort of yeah i'm gonna gyrate in the middle of the street <laughs> yeah, everyone that, knows the scene like that walking sidewalk it. yeah walking down the sidewalk scene oh bizarre is so it's, i have i'm pretty sure i watched it in theaters i have yeah. never cringed so hard <laughs> it's probably top five cringe worthy scenes because i was just like 
Oh, what is he doing? Wow. Hey, yeah. But I'm like, hey. That whole montage is just so I mean, silly. When the symbiote gets in you, though, like, I yeah. mean, what can you do? Yeah. You know, and <laughs> the symbiote is another thing. I mean, maybe we'll touch on that if we do a, a Venom episode. But yeah, it was it was great to see that they did tackle, all things considered, they tackled a lot in Peter Parker's core story. Yes. They they got the Norman Osborn. They got the Harry Osborn. They got Doc Ock. They got Yeah. Um like Sandman. iconic, like iconic yeah. villains. Green yeah. Goblin 2, who was yes. Harry, and then they got Venom. Like you you think about it, you're like, holy smokes, he really covered Sam a really lot. Sam really hit it like hit all yeah, like, the, the staples of, of a Spider-Man yeah. film. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that I was in Spider-Man one? As an extra? Yeah. I don't think you have. <laughs> So no. I was an extra in Spider-Man 1. Which part? So there's this, and this is actually going to cut Like, can in, you see yourself? In- I can see myself, but I'm like a wicked blur. Yeah. But I know who But you me. know you're in there. And so, oh. I'm so sorry, Mom and Dad. They don't know the story. So I, I think I was, I don't know. I don't know how old I was. I think I was in college at the time. Okay. And there was a, there used to be this website that was called like, what's in hollywood.com or something it was very 2.0 like it was very new age internets yeah yeah. and you could see you know movie premieres and shooting locations and all this stuff casting yeah casting calls yeah and for some reason i don't know how i figured this out i found out that they were filming spider-man in downey so I was like, heck, I'm going to try. Wow. So I put my name in and then I immediately got it back. And I still have the packet that they sent me that I printed out. It was like 25 pages long. Oh, my God. And it was like, you know, <laughs> it had like a picture of Spider-Man, on, like a comic book picture of Spider-Man. And it's like, congratulations, you're going to be in Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, yay. <laughs> like, you know, it resonates so much crazier now. Whoa, this now is I'm like, no freaking way that I was in Spider-Man. And I yeah. tend to forget that I was, but... So they they were filming for three days in the middle of Downey. Okay. And so I I had to like call out of work or like not go to class or something. Sure. And yeah, so yeah, I yeah. was like, I'm going to school. And then in rea- reality, I was going to go to a lot for 12 hours a day <laughs> with a paper. And all they offered us was paper ba- paper lunch bags, you know, with like a drink, oh a juice box, oh a bag God. of chips and a sandwich. Hollywood struggle. <laughs> yeah, that wow. was it. That was it. That's all you got it for being an extra. So they and let me let me keep in mind this was the middle of summer oh no and we were supposed to be filming fall in new york so okay. we were all wa- we were all wearing, wearing oh warm clothes warm clothing oh no oh, god <laughs> so i i went for 3 days it's the big scene where peter is in it's the world festival scene where peter and mj's in the chinese dress and Green Goblin oh. comes to attack the, the oh. festival. Yeah, so that's, I was in that set. So when all those people are scattering, when he saves the kid from the falling building rubble, yes. I'm right behind him in that scene. And so I found myself in a perfect blur because I was wearing this, <laughs> I used to have this brown like pleather trench coat that I got for two bucks at Ross. Uh-huh. It was my gambit jacket. Oh, <laughs> so nice. It was my gambit jacket and I had it on for this shoot and so I had to wear it three times in a row and I found myself and it's funny because I was wearing a light colored vest or something underneath like a sweater vest and uh-huh. the whoever was directing I don't know that it was Sam Raimi I don't I don't can't remember yeah but whoever was directing that day was like 
pulled me in and was like, I want you to stand there, but can you button up your jacket because it's bouncing off the light? And I said, sure. So I buttoned up my jacket because I was like, I am not moving from this spot. Yeah. And so I'm in this scene. And so I'll show you after this and I'll probably post it. But that oh perfect my little God. blur. I so I was in very, Yeah, you guys, I'm very <laughs> psyched right now. I completely forget. And so my weird item, I'm going to jump into my weird item ahead of the game. So my weird, my weird Spider-Man item I don't have all of them, okay? So okay. I have a bunch of weird Spider-Man I know you stuff. Do. I know you do. <laughs> okay, and so very ambitious me, who was on set. What did you steal? <laughs> <laughs> he knows me too well. So we were advised to return all of the props. I Of course, why would I do I any mean, of that? I was wearing it. I was wearing a gambit jacket. You really expect me to return things wearing a thief jacket? And so somewhere else in my storage, I have pennant flags. Because we're waving yes, these little yes, flags. Yes. I, ha I smuggled a couple flags under my 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 sleeve, um, a button which says like World F Unity World, Festival, yeah. and in this tiny tin, I always forget it's in here because I sh like you know when I go through my stuff periodically to like clean out yeah. stuff that I don't want or I'm just gonna sell. I shook it and I was like, what is this? And it's a Spider-Man tin, a mint tin that I've had for forever, and I was shaking. And I was like, there's nothing in here. And then of course you know you open it, and I was like, oh, and. Lo and behold, there are two World Unity balloons that I swung. Oh my! It's literally two. And they're from 2001, from the shoot. Crazy. That's honest. Oh my god. The most. That, so that's my weird Spider-Man item. Look at these guys. These <laughs> World Unity Festival. Festival. Yeah. So they they branded this is a the Hollywood entire thing. prop. It's a Hollywood prop. Guys sorry, I'm so sorry, Sony. Twenty years. Don't sue me. <laughs> 20 years 20 years holy yeah and so they're kind of shriveled up you can't use them anymore of course but the pennant flags and the buttons are yeah. like pristine good condition and i even the last day of filming i even um managed to bring in a pen and i had one of toby's uh stunt doubles sign the pennant so i have it somewhere oh, so it was, one of, it was one of those days yeah it was like it was like a second unit he was only yeah. there the first day and then the rest it was it was the, like a second unit type yeah of thing. it was second unit um so yeah that's my that's my weird that's honestly <laughs> pretty freaking cool <laughs> what the hell <laughs> i was not expecting that <laughs> so there you go buddy there you go um holy shit. i unfortunately have nothing to report for amazing spider-man um but uh, yeah, you know how do you how do you feel about those film that well, that film since you the haven't seen the second? Film, I had to always like rewatch like the movie. The lizard, too. yeah, it's yeah. about the lizard. Um, was, yes, I remember. When it comes to Andrew Garfield as Spider Man, I mm -hmm. think you know he hits it on the nose. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think any any one actor has not hit it on the nose, mm -hmm. and they all play Peter Parker in a different way. Mm -hmm. Be a lizard, Mister Lizard Man. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Lizard. But you gotta say like that cameo, that Stanley cameo, has to be the top three. Pretty solid. Yeah, and, yes. and for for people who don't quite remember, it's the one where where Spider Man and the Lizard are just going to town in the library, and Stan is just like his yes. little librarian self with his headphones, listening to classical yeah. music, and you know, just coincidentally, just gets out scot free. Yeah, but that's one of my favorites. I also <laughs> think another thing that I like is like when villains like we're gonna go back to like the Sandman story in mm -hmm. Spider Man Three for Toby. Mm -hmm. I love villains with a backstory that makes you kind of almost root for them. Yeah. Oh, Sandman. Was like exceptional. Exactly. That's yeah. why I think Sandman worked way better than 
than um, than Venom than Eddie than Eddie's oh, story. Eddie Brock. Cause, Eddie Brock cause, was forced into that film. Yeah, because Eddie was just like he just hated Peter Parker. You yeah, know? he was just like he was like revenge, yeah. blah blah blah. blah. Like, yeah, you don't really resonate. Like, oh, you just suck. You're just Sorry. like this guy sucks, and then like, he gets yeah, like the like, power. You're trying to get pictures like, no! of Spider Man, and the guy you're competing with literally yeah. is Spider Man. Yeah, you know, but the, but the Sandman's backstory, I was like, makes sense. Thomas Hayden Christensen. No, that's Hayden Christensen is in Star Wars. <laughs> But it is, yeah, it is Thomas. Thomas Tom something. Yeah, I, now I gotta look this um, up. But yeah, I do. I did like that because then, because I felt for him, because like he's doing that for a reason, and he didn't, he didn't ask for the for that power of right. being Sandman. Right. But but now he's using it because. And he, so so tragic. Too. Yeah, like he needs to give. His, I was close. Thomas Hayden Church. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, he's Cause, fantastic. Yeah, because he wants to give his daughter. He yeah. wanted to give his daughter like a better life. But yeah. All he knew was how to be a criminal. Yeah. And that sucks. Uh-huh. Uh, but Lizard, Mr. Lizard, Lizard yeah. Man. Yeah. Kurt Connors. Yes. He, oh, I forget. Damn, I really forgot to talk <laughs> about that, that that series, man. Like he had, he had the, the regeneration was his yes. thing. And the DNA and, and, you know, the reptilian sort of combination. Yeah. Clearly, he didn't watch Jurassic Park. But, so Kurt Con- Connors was all about trying to create and be better. And, and again, like... Uh, yeah, uh, you know, the Amazing Spider-Man series just really tapped into the science end of things. Mm-hmm. It did, um, yeah. I do remember that ending fight scene. Mm-hmm. Not as much, but On I top of the tower. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was... Captain Stacy just yes. bit the dust. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tragic. Tragic. So yeah, but I haven't seen the Amazing Spider-Man series. he hasn't seen Amazing I know. So Sorry, we can't guys. even fully can, analyze this, you can man. Totally, <sighs> you can totally... I mean, On its anniversary, how dare you? I know. I was just thinking I should just watch it right now. But also, you're gonna feel my Gwen Stacy wrath because as a Gwen Stacy. But fan, I've seen I've seen clips from it like on all, like man. on YouTube. So yeah. I've, I've seen like her death scene mm. and stuff. So I don't care if you, yeah. you can spoil it for me, whatever. <laughs> but like I've seen that that death scene and yeah. I was just like, oh my god, they l- that legit was killed. one yeah. of the most gruesome. Even though it, was, it wasn't bloody at all, yeah. like it was, it's not no Tarantino kind yeah. of death. But I'm like. It's for a PG thirteen yeah. movie for kids. Technically, Lit- literally broke her back. I yeah. was like, yeah. "Oh, this is a very and tragic death scene." I remember when that dropped. Oh God, no pun intended. But I remember, <laughs> I remember when that film was released, and the critics were just like, "How could you kill off the leading lady? How could you kill off well, Emma then, Stone?" And it was like, "This is what happens I when mean, you yeah. do a full on adaptation." That's um, almost yeah. very, very similar to to the to the comic books, and you know, and um, this that that particular arc was inspired by um, the legendary the night Gwen Stacy died in Amazing okay. Spider Man, um, and so that was a two a two issue arc. I have both of them; they're both signed nice. with by Stan, and and also you know, um, but uh, yeah, it, it's a real storyline. It really happened. It didn't happen like that. And it was under different circumstances, mm-hmm. but it was very similar, you know, um, very tragic that, you know, Spider-Man tried to save her. And he couldn't. And he couldn't. And, you know, and it's a basic, again, it's a basic scientific um, sort of formula that he didn't take into account that shooting the web, it attaching to her, the imp- whiplash, the whiplash yes. and the effect of, of inertia and all that, you know, would have 
pulled like pulled her in the incorrect oh way. So in the comic books, what a what a, what yeah. a way to die! Oh my god, when it's she like making me like oh. right when she falls off the bridge in the comics and he does the thing in the original printings, you there is literally a little like you know text next to her neck and it's a snap. Oh. Ah, and they had oh. to they had to take it out in future printings because it was considered too graphic to have oh in a comic book. And so there's this huge thing about that character, you know, about Gwen Stacy, and we're going to get into Gwen Stacy eventually. Oh but yeah, and so when they brought that to life on screen, like I just had heart palpitations. I was like, oh, they went there. They went there. And it's unfortunate that the rest of the film was just so crammed. It was very mm-hmm. similar to yes. Spider-Man 3 that's in that I, way. That's what I've heard, yes. It's very crammed with, you know, you got the Green Goblin too, you got Electro, and then yeah. you kind of also introducing Felicia Hardy into the film. Oh, okay. Who was played by Felicity Jones from, okay. she's Jin Erso from the Star Wars oh, films. Okay. Oh, or Star Wars film from Rogue One. Yes, yes. Who, which, who I loved, by the way. She was, she was actually one of my favorite Star Wars characters. But... So she had, you know, much like Raimi's trilogy, they tried to kind of put these little um, cameos of characters that existed. Mm. And so Felicia is in there and she's brunette and you're just kind of like, what? (laughs) But then in my head, I was, you know, I was doing headcanon. I was like, she's wearing a wig. She has white hair under that. (laughs) She's the black cat. Uh... Yeah, you know, and so that's where my mind immediately went. But they just had so much in that storyline. They just tried to pile on. They really tried to pile it on, and that's where it kind of falls short, you know. But that look, that amazing Spider-Man Two look, that suit, that's my suit. You know, like all due respect to the Raimi suits. No, yeah, and the 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 Amazing Spider-Man One suit, but Spider-Man Two, oh, Amazing Spider-Man Two suit is like comic right off the comic. pages you know and funny enough you know i for this episode um kind of teaser image the split screen is you know of course this the spider-man 2 poster with um toby's you know the the twin towers reflecting in his lenses but the other side is um a cover for a recent issue of spider-man amazing spider-man drawn by an artist that i love his name is olivier quapel um he's one of my favorite modern artists when it comes to the comics and Olivier, in particular, he did the Spider Verse um, arcs, oh. and so he did he did all the art, the primary artwork for that in the Amazing Spider Man books, and he kind of pulled the Andrew Garfield look into Ooh. what he looked like in the book. So he kind of had floppy hair. It was the short on the side. You don't, uh. you don't know because you haven't seen the film, but. When he graduates into the okay. maturity, you know how they do the maturity thing. We talked yeah. about this in Iron Man episode. Um, but when you know he goes from this kind of scruffy hairdo to in Spider Man Two, he's clean, cleaner cut. He's okay. he's doing it for the lady. He looks a little uh. sharper. And so that look in particular was adapted into Peter Parker of the two thousand five era. And so I kind of love that. And again, it's like it's part of that whole which inspired what. Yeah, you know, it's true. Yeah, and then, you know, I you don't know this because you haven't seen the film, but <laughs> I'm sorry, but guys. It's okay. <laughs> but Mary Jane Watson was actually in Amazing Spider-Man too. They just cut her out. Oh, and man. she was portrayed by Shailene Woodley. Interesting. Yeah, and so she's in. Um, I, I I can't remember specifically if they have deleted scenes floating around, but there are pictures and she was, she was kind of scripted to be like the Spider-Man fangirl, And so she had a tattoo of Spider-Man on her wrist. Okay. She was literally the girl next door. And Gwen uh-huh. was like, Oh, 
oh, who are, who are you? <laughs> you know? And um, she was all about Spider-Man. And of course, in that universe, Gwen knew that Spider-Man was Peter. And so it okay. started to kind of, that was a whole other storyline. I'm kind of glad they didn't do it because again, it's so saturated with so much other stuff. So much. It just yeah. wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would have been interesting to see if they had gotten a chance to do another Spider-Man, an amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. But why, then, why, why did they, why did the third one get canned? They just no one knows, right? Because enter the negotiations. That's right. For Mr. Tom Holland, eventually uh, it wasn't immediate, but that was part of that whole that whole thing. Bottle. And and I think they were also trying to segue and and bring this Sinister Six movie to light, which has been in the in the can for forever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just waiting to be picked up. But um, I mean, but yeah. So that's. That segue, we, we can segue to Tom Holland say, from there. I was going to say, segue to the Tom Holland version. Tom Holland. Quackson, Mr. Quackson. And it's croissant. Quackson. Quackson. Tom Holland doesn't know how to say croissant. it's interesting, obviously, adorable. with this spider iteration of Spider-Man, because obviously it's in the MCU. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing a couple interviews from the Russo brothers. <laughs> I love watching their interviews. I love mm-hmm. watching like their whatever, They're fantastic, whatever yeah. like whatever. And so I remember because I believe that's a that's, that's Joe's favorite, Joe Russo's favorite character, mm-hmm. and just tell, remember him telling like how like hard it was just to even think about getting Spider Man in the MCU because yeah. you know it's, it's Sony's property and like why would we even think about giving you to to, to Marvel Disney or whatever you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I would have. I would have loved to be be a fly on the wall to hear. What <laughs> not a Kevin, mosquito man on the what, wall. Not to, a fly man on the wall. Maybe uh, <laughs> not six two walls six to man. Wall. I would have loved to hear what Kevin Feige pitched to to Amy. Oh God! Can you imagine at Sony? Yeah. And be like, this is what this is what will happen. There was an idea. Yeah, like this yeah. is what's going to happen if you let us bring Peter Parker into yeah. the MCU. Yeah. And then, Whew. like logistic wise, money yeah. wise, yeah. it's like this, this is the impact that he will yeah. have for years on end. Yeah, and it's just like, and it happened. Like that's. I that, I'll be honest. I never thought I would see it in my lifetime. Like, and like, I hope the listeners know, like, in, when it comes to like the movie industry and everything, and studios and politics of studios, yep. that is incredibly hard and difficult. Very to difficult. Do. Like for for a major studio, yeah, to literally. I mean, no disrespect to Sony, but Spider-Man is probably one of their IPs that they will never, ever let sell. Yeah. They will never, ever let go. Because they have no reason at the to. end of the day, if they make anything Spider-Man, mm-hmm. that's going to make them money. Yeah. And it's probably their only billion dollar maker that, that can probably they, they can release. Mm-hmm. So for them to allow that IP to be used in another studio's film. Yeah is unheard of a lot goes into it and you know it's so interesting because you know you have people who just don't they don't understand the depth that goes into that sort of negotiation and say oh they should just give it back and it's oh they should just buy it and it's like no it's, it's no. it doesn't sure, work like I'm that sure, well, i'm sure disney can buy that tenfold <laughs> i'm sure disney can yeah, buy spider-man can five it. times yeah no but, but sony will never sony do will it never well let and go. then this this kind of this goes down even deeper because it goes down to the theme parks so for instance back in the day when i was a kid Universal Studios had free reign of the Marvel superheroes. They used to have an, a superhero show. That their yes. meet and greets were with the X Men and Spider Man uh-huh. and, and Green Goblin and Wolverine. Yeah. Um, not that he's not an X Man, but you know, <laughs> um, and Daredevil. Like you know, they were all yeah. there. 
and so when when these negotiations started happening, you know, everyone's kind of like, why aren't they in Disneyland? And then you think about it, and it's like, well, it affects everything. It affects everything, and yeah. so so Sony's yeah, Sony's that. hold on on the Marvel superheroes in a theme park setting still belongs to Universal Studios. So that's why they're still in Florida. They still have the roller co- the Hulk roller yeah, coaster, yeah. the Hulk coaster, the Spider Man 3D experience. Uh-huh. All that stuff is still in motion because Disney simply cannot buy it. And that's why we have Avengers Campus and not Marvel Land or whatever we would have called it. Because it's it's spread amongst different... It's spread amongst different properties. It's spread amongst different, you know, know, notable rights and all that stuff. So it's like, it gets really granular. And so if they can't even get the rights to have the Hulk at the park... Like, and that battle how is, is would you like, ever yeah, imagine like, that they could fully own him that's again? just universal just not wanting to let go of that it's crazy to me. <laughs> i'm just like huh i mean granted they've cut deals it's great but also it does it does affect the storylines it does and so that's, yeah. a, that's like mark a huge ruffalo thing. said in, in a, he said in an interview he was just like yeah like the way that the deal is set up like the hulk can never have his own standalone right. movie in the marvel universe he can't but Mm-hmm. But if you take all the times Hulk has appeared in any of the MCU movies, he has that's basically film. that's basically a standalone yeah. film. Yeah, exactly. And I kind of so that's how I like to look at it when it comes. I mean, obviously it's a tangent for the Hulk, but yeah. that's how I like to see it as a Hulk because it's very hard to tell Banner's story as a whole. So when I saw all the flack for people when they're saying that, like, like, oh, like they don't give Banner credit at all mm-hmm. in Endgame. Because they would have loved to see, obviously, the Hulk beat up Thanos. Because yeah. Thanos beat Hulk up at the beginning of yeah. Infinity War. People were like, what the hell? Like, I just wanted to see the Hulk beat up Thanos, yeah. get his revenge and stuff. And I was just like, I was just like, I get it, but it's not. You, got, you have yeah. to know, like, if if, it, if 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 Banner was just if the Hulk was just bent on revenge, yeah, he would have just been in revenge the whole fucking, the whole the whole. <laughs> The whole time, and yeah. then he would have never grown, and we would have never gotten right. The character, the character growth would have been very different. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah. so, so yeah, so you know that that affected Tom Holland's storyline, I think, quite a bit because you know, um, I don't think people even realize like technically the MCU cannot use the words Mary Jane. They cannot use the redhead trademarked Mary Jane Watson, and thus yeah. that's why we have Michelle Jones. And then yeah. you know their cheeky way of paying homage to her is calling her MJ and you know and yeah. and then there's ways to like yeah they get around it a bit and that goes back to um, Age of Ultron where they can't use the word mutants yes exactly and Cap had to say enhanced, enhanced. we have an enhanced yeah. review yeah but now that doesn't matter <laughs> now anymore it doesn't matter. at least for that you know which is yeah. phenomenal you know like hey we got we got something but yeah, yeah and this is why you know we we perhaps this is why we don't see Gwen Stacy in this one because yeah. Betty Brant is a striking resemblance to Gwen Stacy as we know her so they have to figure something but they out. they yeah. they they're they're playing homages instead and you know and that goes for Ned you know Ned is a completely different character in the comics and um you know this character in particular with with Tom Holland's Peter Parker He's very much gonky um, from from Miles Morales's world, and you know, and and so they've kind of amalgamated all of these characters and storylines to kind right, of so fit him. A, yeah, that's a good like kind of comparison, like for like our 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 podcast like theme. It's like yeah, what makes it so different from the comics exactly. to, to the movies? Yep. And that's a great like example of, of of that. Yeah, like so like when 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 the studio is given like certain material. That they can or cannot use, mm-hmm. they have to 
kind of go around it. And that's what they did with Ned. Yeah, with, exactly. You know, and everything. Yeah. But the fact that we have five, five to six, I think, Tom Holland appearances, mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Is impressive it's in crazy. itself. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we all remember that debacle where they weren't going to renew Spidey's MCU oh, contract. I've never seen the internet more like. I know lit. that was <laughs> that was insane. Yeah. Because I was just like, ooh, that's that's huge. It's huge. Like, that's, yeah. That's that's really tough. And you know, the crazy thing being is that he's he's officially done after he's done with this last film. His contract is over. Like, oh, but his, his current his, contract. His Disney MCU. Yeah, and um, so the, they either movie. yeah they either have to renew or they Come let on, him sail. You're not, not going to have Spidey <laughs> lead the Young Avengers. He needs to be Spider Man forever. <laughs> I want to he see adult to. Peter Parker. He said he he said he wanted to become he'd be Spider Man in the MCU I just for as long adult. as he can. I just want adult Peter Parker already, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we don't know how the money works when it comes to distribution and everything, but I'm sure that's a very huge thing. That's playing oh, a role I'm sure, yeah it's um, tremendous sony needs to make their money but also yeah. disney needs to make their well money and too. that's why that's why the recent news of the spider-man films coming to disney plus for instance is a and the the sony movie yes. tremendous deal because yeah you know that's kind of a crossover you don't anticipate to see because in a world where everyone is releasing their own app everyone's releasing their own plus service it's capitalism everybody. <laughs> you would, love to see it yeah you would almost expect to see sony plus you know, um, but thankfully not, and they're yeah. just they're just gonna go ahead and put them on Disney, and I think it's a smart. That's move. another that's another distribution deal. So in itself. Yeah, yeah, so thank I God, mean, so I can finally watch Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> two. That's the, like oh, <laughs> I'm gonna God. binge both of them. Please just do uh, it. I know. Oh my gosh. I don't, maybe I'll just skip over Gwen Stacy's death. How dare I, you? <laughs> I, I saw it. I saw it on TV. Just, I, just, just I, I was, fast forwarded a little bit, but it, it, was, it read. You gotta watch it because it yeah. just, whew, it really ties the story together. Yeah. But yeah, so so it's interesting to see this new Spider-Man, High School Spider-Man. Yes. It's really like, but yes, like you said at the top of the show, he's been High School Spider-Man forever. Oh my god! And then you, then you, now. you account for the. <laughs> The snap. So he's been in, in high school for. That's true too. Because when he came back, yeah, he they, they he, went back to. They high went school. To back to high school. He was gone for it's five gotta years. Got to be a senior year. Thank, I hope. I hope. I hope. Oh um, my God. Far from home was his senior year. I hope it's. I. My wish is that it's the the beginning of the film. They're graduating, and they're going to college like that. Oh, for this. That for would the part, be for the last movie. Yeah, that would be my. One what a hope. hope. There's no way there. There ha- no. There's no way John Watts is saying he's still in high school. Oh, I will. Oh God, <laughs> I'll just be like, well, no way. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, I think the snap did have a lot. It to had a lot like, to oh, do. It, yeah. it, it made it feel like it was forever. for sure. Um, but yeah, so Tom Holland's Spider-Man in particular, he's a bit sciency. He's quite sciency. I mean, thanks to Tony as well. But you know, he he concocted his own webbing and all that good stuff. I but th- I think that's what they tried to make. I think they tried to tie up. Tom Holland's character, mm-hmm. like, 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 tell him, tell, tell us who he is mm-hmm. in that, in that, like, three, five minute scene in Civil War. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yep, I got these powers six months ago. Yeah. Math test, nailed it. Yeah. I built this, built this uh, CD player. Boom. Yeah. Like, I built this webbing. <laughs> yep. It's like, oh, yep, he's a superhero. He yeah. got his power six months ago. And he's a genius because he made this right. textile, like, strength of a webbing. And and that, and the way that he is so absolutely endearing when he says and, and, and shares these things about himself is really what makes me love Tom Holland. I love Tom Holland as Peter Parker. And I, I don't have much criticism for him at all, except for the fact he can't say croissant. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's the, that's, that's but Tom Holland. But it's still the charm. 
charm. But not Peter Parker. This is also true. But, <laughs> but yeah, yes. and, and so and they, they were still able to kind of, you know, ensure that that part of Peter, which is very integral to, to his character, you know, they still had it present, which I feel that they didn't do as much with Raimi. Like he's a kid. He's a kid and, feel, and he's yeah. learning and he's being absorbed by all of this all this stuff that's happening yeah. around him. He's in the Quinjet. Happy Hogan is like babysitting him yeah. and yet he knows how to work around Stark Tech and he or, knows yeah. his way or around the, things. I like I like my favorite one of my favorite moments is um when he's in the in the car with uh, with Vulture and he's taking them to oh, prom. Incredible scene. Yeah. Michael Keaton That's, that's is literally like, him being like, yeah. uh, does Peter Parker come out or does Spider-Man come out? But he right. can't break because yeah. he's with... Um, he's with... Uh, with um, oh, my um, oh my gosh. Does it start with an L? I feel like it starts with an L. Liz Allen. Yes! I was right! <laughs> yeah, L- I Liz, Liz, yes, Liz, 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 Allen, Liz. Liz Allen. Okay, so yeah, that scene, I was just like, Incredible. Oh, wow. That's oh literally gosh. him tugging internally of yeah. like, what do I do? Right. Because like I'm going to prom, but I'm also like, uh, yeah. some this guy's about to like mm-hmm. kill me or something. Yeah, I mean, didn't didn't uh, Toby's Parker have something very similar where he he could have had? It was not quite a, an Uncle Ben moment, but he like just chose not to be Spider Man at that moment. He just stayed just his course, and he was was like, that when. That he was having dinner with Harry Osborne. That and, and, and I think the blood, so. And the blood fell down. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, the how, Thanksgiving why, why dinner. You, like, yeah, why are you bleeding? Yeah, oh, bike messenger. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, that like, whole that oh tension there. God. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like that's very similar in that fact. Yes. But the one with Tom and uh, with well, let me call him Parker with Parker and and the Vulture in particular is just like whole very amplified because of very Michael intense. Keaton's presence in yes. that film, and so. And so yeah, you know, I think they I think they presented the vulture in an incredible way. Like he's foraging parts from existing parts of going, the MCU. Yeah, going back to you know? like I love a villain with yeah. a backstory. Like he yeah. would, like after after the Battle of New York. Yeah. And like he like no then no one's cleaning it up. Yeah. And then he's just like, I gotta make amends, I mm-hmm. gotta like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, why not steal these so parts crazy. and do something? Because you know, like with many with many castings, when you first hear the first news, you're like, What? But, you know, because, you know, at, at this point, being at the third run for Spider-Man, I was expecting, okay, here we go again. Norman Osborn, take three. And instead, and, you know, not that he ever, he came to fruition in Amazing Spider-Man. They, like, danced around him. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I honestly expected them to kind of open with the Green Goblin again. But to hear them bring in Vulture instead yeah. was very interesting because, you know, in comics, he's kind of like... He's like a glorified like man in tights who flies around, yeah, and he's and really like, weird his, his, his and he's book, old. His and... comic book costume is like it's <laughs> really a dude with there's, feathers. Yeah, there's so many and jokes about it. Yeah, he's a, just a crazy yeah. old man. And so when they introduced this very MCU diversion of the character, I was like, actually, I was very impressed. I was like, hit dang, yeah. like from start to beginning, yeah. you get the sense of you know of what he's trying to accomplish as. As a, I don't know if you want to call him like an anti-hero or a, I don't know, a thief. The guy that's or, trying to get by. Yeah, like a, you don't do even know right what to call him necessarily. Yeah. yeah, and so, you know, the way that they kind of crafted um, Tom Holland's villains, it, it's it's been interesting and and how that's building up because everyone's going to the raft. The yes. raft is essentially a floating prison in the Marvel universe, and so, you know, as far as we know now. The villains in the raft are not only Vulture and Scorpion, and I believe Rhino. 
Rhino? Maybe he is. I don't know. Um, but also... Zemo. Baron Zemo's there now, too. Spoiler, if you haven't watched the last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier. And but. so all of these villains are going there. And of course, our friend Michael Morbius, I believe, is also there um, in his film. And so, and Michael oh, Keaton crosses yes, over, right. over there. So this is all kind of lining up it's to weird. some craziness, which brings it back to the Sinister Six movie I mentioned before that I probably know more about than I should. Um, we're not going to talk about that today, but... Um, yeah, you know, it's it's very interesting. And, and what part is Tom Holland as Peter Parker going to play in that? Is Peter Parker even going to be a factor in that film? Or is it really going to be a Suicide I mean, Squad type of thing where yeah. they're just going to go crazy and, you know? I mean, and, every hero always, like, tries to face, like, their most, like, powerful opponent. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Peter Parker's foe is always been, yeah. like, the Sinister Six. It is, yeah, exactly. So, and and. Spidey's rogues gallery in particular is so iconic in that, you know, you you Google Spider-Man villains and there's always the Sinister Six in general, depending on the roster. The roster changes a little. Yeah. But it's always these main, you know, villains. And we see this in the Spider-Man PS4 game. I, I, yes, I was going to bring yeah. it back, back the, to there. The peak, they they the did it the amazing story. in oh, that game It was in incredible, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I loved that storyline. You line. literally have to fight all six of them. And it's like, it's and so who tough. Cre- who was it created by? Doc Ock, and Doc Ock, his mentor yeah, in the game. Exactly. And I was like, this is oh, it was incredible. It was so incredible. And so that would be like, honestly, like there were some parts of that particular Peter Parker where I was kind of like, oh, like the Aunt May thing was very strange to me. And yeah. There were some things that I didn't particularly love about Sony's um, Marvel's Spider-Man in PS4, but um, you know that that part and how they pulled all of that together was like, oh man, could you imagine seeing that on screen? Like an actual, like as MCU canon? Yeah. That would be phenomenal to me. Like just like Spider-Man fighting six of these guys. Exactly. And so, gosh, I mean, I don't know. Do you have a favorite from each trilogy at all? I mean, aside of using (laughs) Spider-Man. Like a favorite. A favorite favorite film from from Toby and a favorite uh, film from Tom. Well, Spider-Man 2 with, with Doc Ock. Yeah. I think I, have, I just you just can't. Yeah, I have one one thing about that film Which because I'm that person. <laughs> there's there's this one, and this is a this is strictly from a visual sure. standpoint. Uh-huh. You know, um, there's that scene where you know the fire's happening and he's saving MJ, yep. and then his masks his mask is it's off, like half, yeah. and he turns around. Yeah. <laughs> they did the old switcheroo where they flipped the frame. Ah, uh, of course they did. And so like. In one scene, because Toby has this like little hook thing, I think, under his eye. I forgot what it yes. is. He has like a mark on his face. And it's consistent, consistent, consistent throughout the whole entire film. And then that one scene, they flipped it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And so and it's and it's such an important moment to me. I was like, you couldn't you couldn't and you, just and you just noticed it, yeah. And it's it's strictly for visual perspective, but I was like, oh, right, come <laughs> so on. I see it. It's like the Tony Stark glasses in Infinity War. Yeah, <laughs> man. Was the thing people? The most people are not going to notice no, that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And Only so the one percent, and you are the one yeah, percent guy. God, coming from that world of editing is like, ah. Oh, yeah, I know, man. And then, uh, and then when it comes to Tom Holland's trilogy, yeah. I mean, I did like Far From Home. I enjoyed it just because his 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 chemistry with uh, with Jake. Uh, Gyllenhaal mm. is amazing. Mysterio. I love that. Mysterio is another one that I didn't think. I was just like, how could they possibly? Because in the in the books, Mysterio is just 
He is mystical. He's a mystical sort of like a, like a being. Ma- like a magician. Yes, he's very thing. much a sorcerer si- sort of thing. And so I was like, are they going to bring magic into this? But then the 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 plot twist, which is a great another great example of going from yeah to the, yeah like wow like how do you bring such a mystical character as like Mysterio? And it's literally yeah. the, it's literally the movie answer. Yeah, VFX. VFX. He's a VFX. The entire guy. thing. Yeah, it's that was crazy surprise to me, and I am. The fact that they pulled it off is incredible too. And I thought it worked, and he played a great version of Mysterio, yeah, like yeah. very cynical. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hates Tony Stark. I mean, <laughs> there's always a purpose. There's a purpose yeah. for all of it, which is really great. And you know, and and uh, the way that Tom's Peter kind of uh, grows in that film too is yes, really great. I think the growth in that in that movie yeah. is amazing. Um, that last scene of um, where. Where his Peter Tingle comes back, yeah, yeah, and then he's able to like he's able to defeat him. Now, he's, do you think this is a this is another mutant situation where they're not allowed to say spider senses, or do you think they're choosing not to? Spidey sense. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. Mm. Like if they, if I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're if they're not able to say it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you prefer they, Peter, Peter Tingle? I think it's I think it's hilarious. I know some people think it's corny, but I think it's it's corny, but it came from Aunt May, so it's okay. That's 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 why I was like Aunt May said it, and I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. If Peter was just like, yeah, my Peter team, I'm like, okay, shut shut up. No, you didn't didn't mean that. Exactly. But that scene of um, he's like where he finally defeats him. He's like, yeah, you can't trick me anymore, Beck. He's like, maybe maybe you maybe you do deserve his glasses, and he holds the glasses up like it's a gun. Yeah. But then Peter can like read that it's not like because his his spidey sense kind of kicks in. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is amazing. (laughs) Oh, this is great. Like this is just character growth at its finest. Right. For sure. Um, And so, where do you where do you think he goes from there? Where do you think he goes in, in No Way Home? That's right, because at the end of that movie is when. When Which he's is outed. We, outed. I don't think we've had a Spider movie where his identity is nope. revealed to literally Not the world. Not to the world, because in in again, like in Spider Man, in Spider Man, um, yeah, like people know who he is. Like people, his close friend, like his close, yeah, his close because family. Yeah, yeah of course, he has to. Yeah, and then in Amazing Spider Man, Aunt May kind of puts it together. Gwen knows. Yeah. Captain Stacy knew, um, and then you come to Tom, and no. Like that's and no it's one knew. the biggest thing, and that's the, that's the most like it's that's transmitted the most, like, everywhere. Worldwide reveal to be like, right. oh no! And with J. Jonah Jameson's cameo, that was a, <laughs> holy crap, amazing in itself. I stood up and really? I was like, what? <laughs> because I, because you know, again, like I like to stay pure, and so, but I'm also the person that when these films come out, I am there at the eleven. A, the 11 p.m. film yeah, showing if I can help it yes because I was also the midnight person when it was a midnight thing but I'm there like the first showing Dude, they, they have now they show like at 10 yeah they and do I'm like, oh my god and I'm okay. like let's go okay so I'm out by the time you know yeah but so I was there that day and when that dropped I was like oh yeah I, w- I was kind of freaked out because I was just like is that really that was him? That him yes and I like how they Parker. I, and I <laughs> <laughs> and I like how they even kind of transformed his character yes. from the first it's modernized because because it's like no one reads the paper in that yeah. era anymore so no. what does he do he, it's like a video vlog he's a vlog, vlog yeah, like he's YouTube, a vlogger. youtube video yeah kind of, in a way yeah i was like wow they even evolved him which and makes so. perfect sense because i mean it's nice it's nice that 
you know, you kind of get that sort of um, progress. You know, you don't yeah. want it to feel so stationary in a particular yeah. era. Much like, yeah, much like J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man games where mm-hmm. he has a podcast and I'm like, yeah, exactly. that's, that's great too. That it's makes sense. Great that makes perfect yeah. sense. It makes perfect sense, you know, and, and that's why like when people are like, oh, you know, Raimi forever. I'm like, well, okay, but that was, that was for its time. For its time amazing. Incredible. It was perfection for its time. Yeah. And I think that, you know, like poor Andrew gets kind of sidelined. Yeah, but, I know, but, but it's, yeah. Tom's, Tom's era is also like a great, a great um, testament to, to how it's kind of ushered into a modern scape. Yeah. You know, and then to see like their versions of homages and to have a cameo like J. Jonah Jameson. Huge. <laughs> it's gigantic. Huge. Yeah. I can't wait to see how well, that. Because they're introducing all these, these components that are lining, you know, that are aligning in a way that we most of us may not even realize you know so we have sword in place now shield is more or less you know disassembled fury is up in the space station there's scrolls and they're they're trying to work together but also scrolls are also invading and so it's kind of like holy cow and so secret secret wars is going to be a thing which almost immediately means you get the symbiote suit back you get the scrolls, you get all these impersonators, you don't know who's who, who's real, who's authentic. And so I'm like, you wrap that up into multiverse talk? It's- I don't know, man. It's like nuts. I, 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 I don't know. know. I don't know what Kevin Feige is thinking, <laughs> yeah. but, um, and then we got Eternals coming. And then Eternals like on top of that. So, and they're another, yeah, yeah. the face Jeffrey makes, like, oh my God. I don't get it, and bro. That's like, gla- going, I didn't know they can get any more cosmic this than you could the, possibly get. This is the nuts thing, it's because it's so cosmic. You have to think that then directly or indirectly correlates to Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, of course, Eternals, slight touches of Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. That's good. And then it could inevitably introduce Fantastic Four. Maybe there's some cosmic yes. thing that happens and imbues them this with is, their this powers. Is what I, I, just, I just thought of this right now. I love that this decade of MCU, you, oh, know, how the first de- you know how the first decade, it was very grounded, very yeah. all on Earth. Now with the they're exceptions, going. Exceptions of Guardians yeah. and Thor and whatever. Yeah. But now it's just all cosmic. Well, because, like, you know, after Thanos, where do you go after exactly. Thanos? You know, like, and you can't stay on Earth. You ask me, and I'm like, Galactus. Yeah. So, yeah, you bring that guy yeah. in. <laughs> um, I mean, you had a touch of that. He's nomin nomin on Earth. Like, you had like you had a touch of that in, um, in the first Guardians <laughs> yeah. when the Collector was explaining. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's like, why not With just... With all the Celestials and stuff. Um, I mean, okay, that said, we had a question from the audience. Let's do it. If you, and this, I believe this is Andrew, if you could make one Spider-Man movie, what storyline would you choose? And I don't know that you know enough about Spider-Man to... Probably don't. <sighs> but that's a, that's a more you question. That's a tough question. That's a really tough question. And I kind of said this in the Iron Man episode. And I would like to see, uh-huh. just because I'm destructive like that, I would like to see oh, oh. Superior <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> like the, yeah, the, the dark, yeah. Because <laughs> it's so it's so off the wall, like nutso Just cuckoo. visually, it's just off the wall. It's yeah. just nutso because, I mean, I don't know how much you know about this, but it's essentially like Doc Ock is dying in the, in the main world. Okay. And he's on his last breath. He's hooked up to machines. He's like nasty, gnarly. He's like losing his hair and he's just dying. Yeah. But Peter Parker's standing over his bed and he's like, yeah, this is it. You're finally, you know, like he's like, like I've been tortured for years. Yes. And homeboy's like, haha, I switched our bodies. And he switches bodies with Peter Parker. I can't tell you how you have to read it. 
So essentially, Whoa, that's dark. Doc Ock, and you know, it's funny because you come from this standpoint of like Green Goblin and Spider-Man. They're the arch enemies. But you know, you the yeah. more you think about it and you know, with like Spider-Man 2 in mind, Doc Ock is actually pretty close. Yeah, because he's really yeah. messed with. I also him. got that from the PS4 game, and he also dated Aunt May in the books. Or oh my almost god, married, he almost married her, or did marry her? I can't remember. But so he's really ingrained in this character. Like yes. he's really like they're they're all intertwined, and so he, they switch his bodies, and so Peter Parker dies. He dies, and so I believe Dan did this this storyline. Dan got so much flack for killing Spider Man. <laughs> But some, people people still haven't recovered, even though Peter Parker is I all well and fine. It's very, it's dark. very dark. Yeah, it's incredibly dark. And so Doc Ock runs around as Spider Man as Spider Man in his body in an athletic, young, handsome, a young body, dashing yes. body, and he's he's got the intellect of a crazy man. So he's Peter Parker, but completely like off the rails. Off the rails. Yeah. And so he he creates the suit. That is essentially the Spider-Man suit, but he's got the arms that are like his his. Wow, it's kind of like his octopus kind of like the tendrils. It's almost like the suit in Endgame or something. Yes, it is very. It's very similar to, to the the Iron Spider. It's very yeah. similar to Iron Spider, um, which came from the Civil War arc in in the books, mm-hmm. which is very different, by the way. It's it's a whole other oh escapade. Um, but but yeah, he he made the suit and it's it's pretty dope. It's like red and black instead of red and blue and, and, white and his lenses are dark and it's not such a departure that it looks cheesy uh-huh. but it's just sleek enough that you're like dang he looks good damn and so he there's this entire storyline with with superior spider-man and you know he looks like peter parker he sounds like peter parker but he doesn't speak like peter parker he doesn't have, he speaks yeah. like dr octopus yeah um so i would love to see that, that i don't think it'll very... ever happen <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be a very, <gasps> very jarring visually. Yeah. Like, Doc, like, now I'm just imagining like, let's say it's um, it's offered Molina. Yeah. Switching Can with, you imagine? with either Tom Holland or whatever. Could you imagine Tom Holland impersonating Alfred Molina's Doc Ock? Like that's that's what you would be That's getting. an acting challenge if, if it is. Like, if let me just say, one. like to kind of, to kind of like, you know, summarize what happens or at least give you an example of yeah. like the kind of spider he was. Yeah. He 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 sees Black Cat on a on a rooftop doing her thing. She's stealing something. Uh-huh. Doc Ock like sees her and she's like, "Oh, hey, Spider!" Thinking it's Spider Man, he clocks her right in the face. Jesus! Two of her teeth pop out, and she's like, "What the?" And it's because it's Doc Ock. Yeah. And he's like, "I don't care for you. You're you're simpleton." Like he's. Oh my it's, god! It's it's pretty savage, and so I'll never get to see it. So that's why I'm choosing that. So thank you, Andrew, for that question. Wow, that was really yep, really dark, but I love it. Yeah, I mean, there's some other storylines, of course, that are like there's this uh, the one there was this one in 2006 called the Rain Arc, uh-huh. and <laughs> MJ dies. Oh god! From radioactive poisoning. No, because of Peter. Oh my god! You can understand why. <laughs> So, I'm sure. It's so dark. You like all the dark, all the dark sides of, of <laughs> because the it's so different. For, it's <laughs> so yeah, different. Because you're, yeah. you're never gonna see that. Never gonna see it. Never gonna see it. Studio so, would never allow. Yeah. That. No. Exactly. And then um, there is this. I would. I would kind of love to see a series based on this. So back in the day, there was a, a four, five, or six issue series um, written by the incredible Mark Millar and um, penned by. Terry Dodson, who I love, he's one of my other favorite artists, mm-hmm. and um, it was called Trouble. 
Okay. And so it's essentially a prequel of sorts where it shows, you know, because in ironically, the only movie you even get to hear about Peter's parents is Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. where they kind of did that whole segue that they were like, like they were on a secret mission and he had to go into the subway and he found his death, like that whole yeah. very strange side story. So um, Peter's parents are actually, it's it's kind of their origin story and it has Aunt May and Uncle Ben in it. Mm-hmm. And they're young. They're basically young. And the funny thing is, is that young Aunt May looks like Gwen Stacy. Oh. And young, I could be getting this backwards, and young Mary, who is Peter's mother, looks like MJ. Oh my God. It explains a lot. It's kind of messed up. Oh, wow. But the whole premise, and I believe this has been retconned because it's so crazy. Over the top, yeah. Um, So they, they kind of go on this double date, and I mean, short, you know, long story short, Aunt May gets pregnant. Holy jeez. And so it completely domino affected that timeline because that meant that all along, Aunt May is actually Peter Parker's mother. Instead of, Instead oh of my God. Mary Parker. And so they, they cause you know, they, they, they were like, okay, well here you take the baby cause you won't get judged for it. Cause you're going to be married. It was kind of one of those situations. Oh my gosh. And so it really plot twisted everything. And and not many people have read it. People, you know, it's, it's, re- it was really one of yeah. those things where if you just looked at it on a comic book shelf, you were just kind of like, what is that? Yeah. Because they used real people on the covers. And so it's like this blonde and a redhead. Then you're just, I was just, you know, and I had worked at a comic book shop for a very short time in my life. Uh-huh. And so when I go into the shop and I, I kept seeing it and I was like, I know it's a Spider-Man book. I don't know that I want to pick it up. And I finally picked it up and I was like, huh. It's got chutzpah. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, so it introduced this theory that, or not even theory, it introduced the fact that Aunt May is actually Peter's mother. And so when you think of Marissa Tomei and Tom Holland, for instance, you're like, whoa, could that that have been? (laughs) That would be, wow. Right? And so, again, they've kind of retconned that whole situation. It's not not true, quote unquote, anymore. Um, It was just kind of a fun story, but that would have been an interesting one. I mean, yeah, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How about another pop quiz? Let's do it. Okay. I I feel like we talked. (laughs) I just want to let you know we are at almost two hours. Okay. All right. In general, do you like burgers? course what what is your staple burger if you oh, were to pick one? Oh god of hell okay i've been really into like smash burgers lately <laughs> Not really so like super simple yeah just like a nice crunchy on the out on the side yeah. of the patty with, yeah. with like two slices of cheese jeffrey's going in deep here i was just asking per franchise um, but he's like no 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 nice bun details. buttered up with some aioli, <laughs> some aioli and, and some white you onions fancy yeah. right, aioli <laughs> okay but do you have do you have a favorite like are you are you a five guys guy are you a you know a shake shack guy are you a I burger love, king i love i love a solid in and out burger okay i do okay okay so in the books mm-hmm. hawkeye and spidey Constantly talking about burgers and which one is better. Amazing. Constantly. All right. And so, between In and Out and Five Guys. Okay. Which team is Spidey on? Oh. Oh, this is like a legit. Is this a legit like? It's a real question. Like, it's a real thing. Like a real like yes. argument in the comments. Yes, absolutely. Between In and Out and and Five, Five Guys. Guys. Yeah. Whoa. They fight about it all That's the time. That's very current. All the time. It's very like, relevant. No, oh, I love it. Okay. So Hawkeye 
and Spidey. Yeah. If, if they're having a conversation and, and Hawkeye's like, man, I don't know how you like those burgers and those fries. Like, which, which wa- who wa- is Spidey wa- fighting I wa- for? I want to say that Hawkeye is giving <laughs> Spidey crap for liking Five Guys burgers. Okay. I think. You think that's I it? I think that's what I'm going to do. You because I because I have a very fixated, <laughs> I have a very fixated um, opinion on on In and Out burgers gotcha. compared to Five Guys burgers. Okay. So I feel like Hawkeye would say, I feel like I'd be like me and Hawkeye would be telling like, how could you like Five Guys burgers? Yeah. Well, you would be correct. Yes. <laughs> so Shout Hawkeye, out Let's go, yeah. Baby. Hawkeye, <laughs> Hawkeye is very much an In-N-Out fan. Yes, because it's very, it's very simple. It's simple, very, straight to the just point. American is very yeah. yeah. And then Spidey loves his Five Guys because so all they, the they banter. And all that yeah, stuff. they yes. banter all the time. Now they're talking about In-N-Out and Five <clears throat> Guys in the comics. Yeah, damn, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, because uh, I've also had some people that are saying like, I don't understand the hype of In-N-Out. I'm like, dude, they're all good. And I was like, it's I not, like it's not that it's the hype. It's just when you want just a nice all around burger yeah like with the, with the most simplest of items on it you, know, you can't there's a reason you can't customize there and it's cheap it's literally it's cheap. three bucks yeah for a three four bucks right. for a burger absolutely right so that's what that was my thinking i was just like hawkeye's literally telling like spidey yeah why would you why there's so much going on i'm gonna with, with, sen- with i'm gonna f- send you the panels you're gonna be like <laughs> oh my gosh I would, that's the kind of, an, that, that's an exchange I'd like to see. You know what I mean? Like, I love how Tom kind of like, he, he unfurls these like lines that are very, yeah. very pop culture reference yeah. And he says these things. That Speaking of, of like, exchanges, I do hope we see that Falcon and Spider-Man exchange of like, where I think uh, Captain America Falcon is yeah. holding Spidey by the legs. Like, yeah. Hey, so can I hold the shield? No. Well, <laughs> Steve let me. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So Captain it. America, yeah. Spidey, or Falcon, Spidey, so cute. exchange would be I love great, it. and it's, it'll, it'll, it'll be even better Sam. because yeah. Anthony Mackie hates Tom Holland anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote hates. Yeah, he secretly loves yeah. him. Um, okay, so we had a comment from Ed Ninja on Instagram. Ooh. Uh, quote unquote. This is from TikTok. So if we have the soundbite, maybe we'll just drop that in. Oh wow! A healthy reminder. This walked. She strutted that runway, mama, so that Peppa could run. Okay, with that in mind, if not Tom, if not Toby, if not Andrew, who would you have picked as to be your Spider-Man? This is another one of those questions. Okay, see now this is different than than the Iron Man question that we had because we've had so many different iterations of. of Spider-Man, we can have this conversation of who else can we? Yeah. Well, this isn't who I would choose, but mm-hmm. I know he was. In, was this guy in the running before Tom, along with Tom Holland, Timothy Chalamet? Oh yeah. Yeah right. Timothy Chalamet, yeah. And I see it. Uh, mm. But I don't. Mm-mm. I see him as the Peter Parker side. Mm-mm. I don't see him as superhero Spider-Man. Sorry, no, Timothy, no, you're no, a great no. actor though. But. He's a wonderful actor. Not yeah, for, not for me. <laughs> who, like, as of right now, who else? As a, at least a young actor. I don't know that many young actors also. I, I honestly, I, I I don't know if it's I'm ill-prepared or I'm just so invested. I can't think of anybody. That's true. I, yeah. I don't Tom know that Holland I can think really about really knocked it out the park as, as oh, He's now. so good. And, you know, and, and for me, at least, you know, I didn't watch his films before Spider-Man until after Spider-Man. But he, I didn't, he came out of nowhere for me. 
Same. He came out of nowhere, and I was I like, think "Whoa!" He came out of nowhere for kid? a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, no, and and you know, so like that said, I, I just feel like if there was to be one that I could choose, I just don't know where he is right now. Yeah, have I don't you know. have you seen the prospects that that were originally? Uh, I just know of Timothy Shamalamaling Dong. Yeah, do you know who else? Um, well, I only have the roster from from Raimi's Spider Man. So first and foremost, it was almost directed by James Cameron. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. It, I was heard about James, that. it was almost a James Cameron movie. And I believe this was, you know, this was supposed to be after Titanic. So, Oof. of course, his choice was Leo DiCaprio. Eh. That no. silence, that silence <laughs> spoke volumes. Eh. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was just not going to happen. I, I could no. understand why. And it's a whole thing with, you He's know. He's an amazing actor, though. With a lot of, yeah. And it comes, it's tandem with, uh, you know, being an it. It girl or an it guy. Yeah, you just you just can't put the biggest star yeah. in a role that you immediately know. you immediately get. It's like you putting know, the Nicolas Cage like, on anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the studios look at these stars that are hot and they're like, where can we put them? Yes. You know, and and so sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. And so thankfully it didn't because it, you know Spidey could have been Leo DiCaprio instead of Tobey Maguire, which is funny because they're best friends in real life. Um, and they another, were in the Great Gatsby together too. Yes, they were. Yeah, movie. you guys should watch that. Um, another, another possibly could have been Spider Man was Arnold Schwarzenegger. I why? That's gotta be like. <laughs> that's gotta be like. You have your list. Yeah, you, you have your bottom list. Whoa. You have your six feet under. And off and the heels of like. And that's like off the heels of like T two and and you know it's I don't not know even what other films he was doing even, at that time. Yeah, it doesn't no. And then of course our good maybe, friend Tom maybe Cruise. Maybe you can hire the kid in, <laughs> in, in, in yeah. Terminator. Oh, I know. Yeah. 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 Um, Tom Cruise. What? Sorry, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise again. Strikes again. He's basically I mean, I get it for, for that character. time, but Tom Cruise looks like he's 40 no matter what. He looks like he's been the same age for nine yes, decades. Which is not a bad thing at all. No, it's, it's just, great. But I mean, I just, he's not a Peter. He's again, like, you know, we kind of said it in the Iron Man episode. He's kind of an Iron Man. If he was going to be anybody, he's he's kind of the Iron yes, Man. Yes, 100%. Um, young Tom Cruise even. I'm kind of like, no, I, no, I don't see it. not even Top Gun Tom Cruise can, can yeah. make that. Um, and then uh, I also have Jake Gyllenhaal, ironically enough. Funny. Because back in back in the Raimi days, you know, I was like, that he was like, and what, Toby, Donnie Darko type type. Days, yeah, right? he and Toby got compared to very often, and they were mm. kind of like two 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 it. sides of the same coin, you know. And so there's a picture of Jake Gyllenhaal at one point before, you know, like way back when when yeah. when that was all happening, and he was dating Kirsten Dunst before yes, Toby. Yes, I just saw pictures. And there's of that a picture today of him for some reason. <laughs> So Probably because Spider-Man Day. Yeah. There's a picture of Jake doing the hand thing and he's like making his face and he's pointing at it like, yeah, should have <laughs> been me. And it's the funniest thing because like no one seems to remember it, but uh, you know, it exists. Uh, Charlie Sheen is another guy. Ugh. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. For that time. For the time. Yeah. We're, we're talking late 90s here again, you know, like late 90s, uh, barely, I mean, man, barely he, crossing he, he over. He was pretty young. I remember because one of my favorite movies from him is Wild Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one's this one's gonna stun you and, and maybe many people. But once upon a time, Michael Jackson tried to buy Marvels just so he could play Spider Man. Yes, you told me this. Yes, right? yes, and that is very strange all around. Oh yeah, we tested about this. Yes, you texted me about this. I think so strange. Yeah, I, I imagine being that desperate. 
imagine imagine having that much money. <laughs> yes, my, yeah, correction. Like yeah. It imagine being that rich and be like, I want to buy cow. this IP just so I can. Can you imagine? And then like you know, like in true eBay form, like Sony bid a dollar higher and immediately got it. And Michael J was like, oh. Shit. um so so yeah so there's that um uh and so we have a comment from instagram from ariel um we asked people you know which team were they on and and she so graciously answered team tom he's a sweet bb angel who must be protected um, that is very true. And I, I, I we that. tagged Tom Holland for commentary. He, <laughs> he, he, he sadly did not respond. Ah. Um, but yeah, no. And, and, you know, and I couldn't pick one. Could you pick one? Uh, you could pick one. You could pick Toby. Toby. Yeah, you picked it's, one. It has to I be. I can't pick I one. I mean, I, I do like Tom Holland because he's literally playing the epitome of Peter Parker yeah. as a teenager yeah. at 16 or whatever. Exactly. But Toby is just... The man. Now, would you? <laughs> that sound that was pretty good. Um, so, question for you. And I was just talking to a friend about this yesterday. In fact, would you rather have Toby exist in Spider-Man Three as well as Multiverse of Madness? Would you rather have a Spider-Man Four directed by Sam Raimi with the same, mostly the same team, or? Would you rather have a TV show that explores that Spider-Man's universe? Explores Tom Holland's universe? No, no, no. Or just Tobey Maguire. Tom, oh, this, oh, to, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so have like, Sam Raimi direct Spider-Man 4 after Venom or yes. whatever. And kind of almost maybe give it a Peter B. Parker treatment. Like a, just like a, give it like a, yeah. Yeah. Just give it like a kind of closure a little bit, I mm-hmm. guess. Would it be a Disney Plus? Sure. MCU series. Let's say it's in, and that's maybe that's maybe in a in an alternate universe. Maybe this is why Sony was like, sure, because we're gonna do a Spider Man show. With how these Disney Plus MCU <laughs> shows have panned out, yeah, I would love to see a, a <laughs> an episodic kind of version, version, yeah, version of because I yeah Spider Man. I feel like because we've, we've only gotten him in in, in these movies. Yeah, you know? obviously we have the animated series, but like we've only gotten like him live action in these movies. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I love what the what the Disney Plus shows have done with really fleshing out these characters and making us kind of understand and care about mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. So seeing that, yeah, with Spider Man, who's a very titular character, mm-hmm. like you know, I think that would be very amazing to see. Yeah. But having all three Spider Man in one movie, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I had to pick, honestly, I mean, it's a tough decision. I mean, I can honestly say though, automatically, I would automatically. It, take out Spider-Man Four. I'm not interested. I okay. I would rather because Spider-Man th- because of what Spider-Man Three did. Like I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get, I really get it. Yeah. I don't see the allure personally. I would rather have an alternate universe story or show where he could get four hours, six hours of exactly instead That's exactly, and they fix things. Sure. Or what I think is going to happen is the sp- the three Spider-Men in Spider-Man 3 and then the multiverse. I still don't want to believe that's going to happen. I know. Because it's too good to be <laughs> it's true. It's too good to be true. But it's also very possible because of Kevin Feige. Yes. And like how he's running things. Well, you know, the funny thing is, okay, kind of going back to the Spider-Verse idea and how there's multiple Spider-Men and Peter Parkers in general, Toby and Andrew both exist in the comic books. As Spider, their Spider-Man oh, exists really? in the comic books, and they were they were in panels during Spider-Verse as a storyline. That's amazing. And they reference them like the I think 
I can't remember if they called them by name, but they mentioned they're talking in dialogue with the primary Spider-Man and they're off camera. And I think that's funny. I want to say they got killed. I'm not sure. Damn. But they're in there, which is hilarious to me because I was like, so they've been they've been on screen together in some capacity. Mm-hmm, sure. So to bring it, you know, to full fruition is kind of I mean, like, well. Yeah, I mean, and then also like with Alfred Molina basically confirming. Yeah. And he's going to be in this upcoming... And it's like, okay, well, what does that mean for everybody else? Yeah, no, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, really, I mean, I just want to give props to Marvel for keeping everything under wraps like this. Dude, I know, I'm just waiting for Holland to spill. (laughs) I think he's learned his lesson. I think he's learned his lesson. All those times with Benedict Cumberbatch and those press stores, I think he's learned his lesson. And so I, you know, with with the latest Ms. Marvel kind of leak, um, I think we can anticipate to at least see... In the next month or two, the Eternals. Yeah, it comes out this year. I can. I think we can expect to see the Eternals trailer very soon. Um, then <sighs> almost even, immediately after. No one's even ready. Oh yeah, after God. Loki. I think after Loki and with Black Widow, we'll see Hawkeye or Ms. Marvel, if not both. And then by the time it's fall, like September, we're gonna get that trailer for Spider Man. And that's when the real game starts. That's because, when all the, woo, the, the, the theories are going to All the theories are going to start popping out. Yeah, they're all going to surface. Is Daredevil in it or not? Please give me Charlie Cox if, back. <laughs> if, if, there, if I do see yeah. Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, oh and, my God. Tom, and Tobey Maguire in one frame, yeah. in one scene, yes. in this upcoming Spider-Man movie... Yep. I will do something, whatever you guys play. I will. <laughs> I, you know what? I already know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something that I did with J. Jonah Jameson. I'm going to get up out of my seat, but I'm going to prices right it down the aisle and around the theater I think, cheering. I think I will. <laughs> I think I will very like loudly exclaim in the theater. I'll be yeah. like, are you kidding me? <laughs> no way this is happening right now. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Like, because I remember even during like, I don't know what, I don't know if it was Infinity War or Endgame. Yeah. I definitely like blurted out stuff and I was just like, are you kidding? What? Yes. No. I mean, how could you not? Yeah. So if I, if if I see that, if any of us see that. Oh, it's going to be incredible. (gasps) Can you imagine? I think it's just going to be like, I can't believe we're here. Yeah. At this point in time. Yeah. It's another one of those things where I'm just like, I never thought I'd see this in my lifetime, but we'll see. We'll see. So we hadn't picked our next character subject yet. For for the next episode? For the next episode, but Ooh. I had an idea. Ooh. I had an idea. Dai has ideas. She okay. has the best ideas. So I have, She's literally I have my, my cute, <laughs> I have my cute uh, Marvel uh, food bowl from Lunchbox. It's actually, it's actually, it's actually really cool. Um, isn't it cool? It's a yeah. ramen bowl. It's a ramen um, bowl? It's a ramen bowl. It's got a hole oh, for the, the chopsticks. chopsticks. Yeah. Lunchbox. Dude, you have all the cool stuff. Holy hell. Right? It's cool. And I have like the matching apron. Yeah. Um, and so I have put folded papers in this in this little bowl here. Okay. And so I'm going to, you're going to pick four. Okay. And then we're going to have those four on social media. And people are going to vote choose which for one, us. For us, which one the next episode is going to be. Who the next episode is. Oof. I, I mean, maybe it's too soon to be doing this kind of trust hey, fall. I'll take it. <laughs> so here we go. So I just put... So I, I just put choose some, four. I choose four. You choose four. And we, we name them out as... Okay, you pick one, you name it. All right. So here this is go. completely random. He has no idea I did this to him. I swear to gosh. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on right okay. now, to be honest with you. Okay. All right, guys. Okay. Pick, I'm picking... First, first pick. First, first option. Pick. The first option is none other than Daredevil hey. himself. 
Okay. Right, be, Daredevil be, is option one. That will be fun. Cool. All right. The second option will be Cap. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Ooh, Captain I have, America. I, can, I have so many. Love. Especially now we have two Captain Americas. Yes, this is true. This but now that would be Steve Rogers for that one. Or okay. we could we could we could change it up. We could segue it. I don't know. Maybe people want Sam Wilson. We'll see. Oh, dealer's choice. Oh, so you can suggest one. Oh. The power is yours. Okay. <laughs> so I think for one other option. Uh-huh. I think I want to do Wanda. Oh, okay. Yes. Wanda. After okay. watching well, the show, Wanda I Maxima. really want to delve deep okay. into her sure. kind of psyche and everything. Cool. And you got one more. I'm also just in very in love with Elizabeth Olsen. So. <laughs> hey, Lizzie, if you're listening. <laughs> I know you're in London. Shout Actually, out. I know you just finished. Shout out. I know you just finished filming Doctor Strange 2. <laughs> and... Last but not least. Hot guy. Hot guy. Yeah, that's my boy. Okay. okay. So so four possibilities for the next character um, you know, study on a stark contrast. Maybe Daredevil, Matthew Murdoch himself, Captain America, whether or not it's Steve Rogers or Sam Wilson, we do not both, know. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Hawkeye, other known as Hawkeye, uh, Clint Barton, and Dealer's Choice. Jeffrey has chosen Wanda Maximoff. Wanda Maximoff. It's so funny when when I said Daredevil, I was about to be like Charlie Cox, and I was like, wait, <laughs> no, that's the actor's name. <laughs> um, so yeah, so those are going to be our four options. If you're still listening Ooh. after this long journey, Ooh, this um, you get to choose. Uh, we might get no votes. We might get twenty. I don't know, but we'll see. I guess. Are we gonna do, we gonna do a, a poll? We're gonna do a poll. We're gonna, we're gonna do a poll on Patreon, of course. They get first dibs. We're gonna do a poll on Instagram stories and a poll on Twitter, and see how that goes. But that said, that is that is the show. That you know the, again. There's so much more to explore. We didn't even get to talk about my favorite Peter Parker, who is Spider-Man Noir. Oh, I know. We, we didn't even get to touch on Into the we Spider-Verse. Didn't, we didn't oh touch on Into the Spider-Verse at all. I, I kept making a note too, like, <laughs> oh, we need to talk about. Yeah, and there's, there's, yeah. there's three Peter Parkers in that movie alone. Um, and then of course, Peter Parker, who kind of is almost the same thing, but. Maybe Into the Spider-Verse can be. It can be its, its own. own. It's it's gonna be its own, honestly. it's There's just too much there. Because this episode there. was already. Yeah, it's. Chunk. It's, it's a big one. I know. Um, but yeah. So thanks for anything listening. else. Anything else to sign off? Um, you Do know, we need to make note of anything. Follow us on social at strkcntrst. Uh, search for a stark contrast. We show up. We're officially on Apple Podcasts, um, so you can find us there. If you're more of a, an Apple person, um, if you like what you hear or you want to support us, please become a Patreon. We have yes. a new tier that's a buck. It's called Quantum Mania because. It's tiny. Um, and yeah, that's it from us. Oh, man. Another episode in the books. In the, yes, we did it, bud. Yeah. Oh, Spider-Man. But thank you, guys. We appreciate it to anyone who's listening. Thank you for all the support. And we will see you in the next one. Bum, 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 bum. Bye. Later. Whatever life holds in store for me. I will never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility. This is my gift, my curse. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. <laughs>